Church. All right, guys, we are live right now. We are live. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, well, what is this called? The ENC show, Miss Candy. We got Candy Harper here. Right. A professional. <laughs> a pro. I got a pro here. And, uh, we, that sounds a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> she's a pro, man. Pro at uh, Love. Ma uh, love uh, well, I'll let you tell people what you do. Why don't you go tell people what you do before I mess it all up? <laughs> I'm a relationship coach and a hypnotherapist. And I specialize nice. in helping people heal the past, love themselves unconditionally, and start their love lives over from a clean slate every day if necessary. A lot of people need that. Right? A lot of people need that there. Um, real quick, let me uh, play our promo our, our intro uh, before I miss that. Guys, we'll be, we'll be back. Uh, the link is down in the description. The show is for you. Join the panel. Please be on camera. Uh, that is my preference. Um, today, the uh, uh, broadcast is open to the public completely. Uh, so uh, we wanted to give you guys an opportunity and so uh, to kind of be here and to learn and ask questions. So this is your time today. We don't really have a uh, this was uh, purposeful that we didn't want to have anything real heavy to talk about today. We wanted to make it about you. And so we'll be right back and uh, see you guys in about 30 seconds. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, um, real quick, I want to pull out the fragrance of the day. Uh, this one um, I used to wear back in, I think it came out in 1997. And I think I discovered it in 2001. Um, I used to work behind the men's fragrance counter uh, back when I was about 21 years old. I started off selling uh, um men's suits men's clothes uh i was killing it with sales they said yo we need to put you over here and that was an upgrade for me because it was commission as well so it was like an upgrade in, in base uh base salary along with commission and so i got to know fragrances that's where my love for it came really was uh, I, I liked fragrances before that but when i got into the fragrance into or while i was selling fragrances I, I eventually ended up working for armani too working for armani selling his colognes yeah. But uh, I know I discovered this fragrance called Lolita Lampica. Uh, and I, I think we kind of laugh behind the scenes at this name. <laughs> Originally, I wasn't too fond of the fragrance because I was a little bit young. It, it, it's it's uh, it's it's very artsy. It's got a very interesting licorice note to it. So when I originally smelled this fragrance, I was it wasn't something I didn't like, but I don't think I was mature enough for it yet. I think oh, yeah. I was just more interested in aquatics and citrus and you know basically the ones that are going to get a lot of compliments 
This fragrance right here is very, very unique and something um, I would recommend men to buy if they're interested in something that might separate them from the crowd. Uh, you might get a very unique compliment from women. Like, wow, what is that? It's it's very it, it's hard to describe. Uh, let me just go over a couple of little notes real quick. I don't want to take up too much time on a, on a cologne, but this is something I like to do. Uh, again, Lolita Lampica Por Homme. Uh, this one is woody, vanillic. It does have a musk note, a very nice musk. It's, it has almond rum, mm. uh, iris. So this here is uh, a really interesting concoction between it, it takes you away from the modern fragrance, uh, although it's not dated either. But I, if you want something very sensual, and it also comes in a very nice bottle, get your, get your hands on this one. It's not super expensive. I have it down in my Champion Essential store right now. Oh, you got to get this fragrance, man. This is a nice. See, I've grown into maturity and wisdom, and uh, mm -hmm. and and now, and when that happens, you tend to kind of branch out a little bit, and kind of your your um, what you have a taste for will change a little bit. Sure. This is very sexy. If you like Jean Paul Gaultier, the original, if you're a fan of that, this is a, a what I would say a more masculine version of that slightly Ooh. more masculine so if you're and john paul Gaultier is a lady killer uh, yeah. it, it's it's all it's a it's a classic now yeah. but if you like that fragrance this is like that with it with a little bit more masculinity to it so uh get it man it's down in the description 40 bucks right now now this is a reformulated version this is not the 20 the 1997 version this is reformulated back in 2017 is it the same? No. Is it close? Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But uh, down in the description. Uh, another announcement I just want to make for my my listeners and my followers. Um, I uh, uh, withdrew. I, I'm with. I withdrew myself from participating in the the CME two this year. Um, I was a guest speaker there. Um, I have recently withdrawn my participation. Uh, however, I, I want to wish Donovan Sharp and his event tremendous success. I'm sure it's going to be a live show to be at. So, um, But I want to let my audience know that I won't be uh, speaking at that event, uh, at least Miami. So, uh, all right. Well, here. Come on through, guys. Come on through. <laughs> it's a Q&A day, right? <laughs> it's a Q&A day. Uh, we want people to come in. It's kind of like a call-in show. I could use a call-in number that I have, but I thought instead we'll just bring people onto the show. Again, yeah. I would prefer that uh, that you're cammed up here uh, just to verify your identity. I think it's fair. Right. Uh, but you, you, I think you, we, we talked briefly and you said you might have some casual questions that maybe we, you can ask me and we can kind of maybe discuss it while we wait. Yeah. I mean, I just thought of like, what would be some fun topics we could, we could just, you know, toss around and see what our different perspectives are on them. And I'd sent you so, well, okay. So things I was thinking about were things like, you know, questions to find out if somebody's really emotionally mature, activities to get to know someone on a date, like, you know, just some things for for the light part of getting to know each other, right? The fun part of getting mm -hmm. to know each other. Because I, I think people often dread dating because we take it so seriously when really it's kind of a playground. And so I was thinking it might be good to talk about stuff that makes it feel like more of a playground. Yeah, um, 
I coached a guy recently who uh, got a little too far ahead of himself. He noticed a trend where when he was with women, he didn't really know what to say. So he would just ask like the basic stuff, like, what do you do for a living and all that stuff? And I'm not saying those things won't eventually come up somehow, some way, you know, that might come up because people are just trying to get to know you a little bit. But uh, yeah. he was just saying, um, I, I think I lose sight of what I'm supposed to ask her. I don't know what I'm supposed to ask her because I don't want to diminish attraction by asking too many questions. But at the same time, I don't want to, you know, get too sexual either. I, I, I His preference was to not get too sexual. He said, I just don't I'm not fond yeah. Of really going for, you know, the sex talk right away. And what I suggested is, uh, and this is something that maybe uh, the audience could um, also try to implement is um, try not to take the moment beyond the moment. Mm -hmm. Ask questions that, that pertain to what's happening right then and there. The atmosphere, yeah, yeah. the way, the night, the energy in the place, how she looks, how you look. Her hair. I mean, I complimented you on your hair on your hair backstage. I said, "Hey, you darkened it up a little bit," uh, and because I'm very um, observant, so I, it's one of my my strengths. I would say I'm always picking up on the difference, uh, you know, differences in people, um, and, and and but not to <laughs> not to diminish them, but to actually to uplift them. You know, I, I actually had somebody I worked with years ago, and I am on purpose would go out of my way. Uh, to 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 notice certain things about him. He was actually a superior to mine at the time. And I would always tell him, hey, you got a haircut last night. Nice. I like it. You went a little tighter on the sides. Would you do a number one? He's like, yeah, you know, I was like, yeah, I can tell, you know, and uh, if he had a new suit on, you know, um, I'd also I would I would bring it to his attention that I noticed he has a new suit on. So it's, um, you know, I made a video recently and you've alluded to this. You got to point out the things you like about people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important that you you point out the things that you like. Why else would you be there? You know, I mean, let's celebrate one another, um, you know, and, and focus on the night. So I, I, that would be my advice. And I'll throw it to you. Yeah. Try not to get beyond the night. You know, you don't have to know too much about tomorrow or next week. Let's focus on the night tonight first. Yeah. And if we could get if we could have fun tonight and resonate tonight. There there might be a tomorrow. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I also think that people love to talk about themselves, right? And so <laughs> if you ask them certain things, you really get a chance to sort of, it's like a, a litmus test to just see, not that you're testing that person, but just to see if this is somebody that you even see beyond tonight, right? Like that you'd want to see yeah, beyond yeah. tonight. Like yeah. one question yeah. I always think it's important to ask is, is what do you spend extra money on? When you have discretionary income, you have extra money, what do you like to spend money on? And you ask a, a man or a woman that question and you will find out what they, they value most emotionally, what they care about, what they like to do you know, in their spare time without asking that sort of trite question, like what do you do in your spare time? Say, so what do you spend your money on? And you get a real good insight on who a person is generally in their lifestyle with that question. That's I mean, a great question. Go ahead, go ahead, please. Continue. I was going to say, there's a lot more than even just that one, but that's one if you don't want to do the, you know, some people don't like to do the interview right? Because yeah. they don't want to just yeah. fire questions at someone. But that's one where you'll get a lot of information, a lot of bang for your buck. 
Yeah, you know, another question too, uh, when you're when you're out dating, it depends on what your intention is while dating. Now, if you have no intention to kind of go in the serious direction, mm -hmm. uh, questions will, will vary a little bit. They're, they're gonna change a little bit. Obviously, if you're if you're quote interviewing for a more permanent position, although you don't have to make it feel that way, but yeah. questions will then change a bit. But one question I like uh, that I used to like to ask or that I recommend is just kind of uh, ask the person like, so tell me what your weekends are like. You like to party mm -hmm. on Friday, Saturday, when you like to party. And then if if they don't party, it's kind of like you're leading them. You know how an attorney would say objection leading. So you're kind of leading into and if it's but on purpose, you're kind of leading. So you're like, yeah. hey, so like what nights do you go out? Do you party Friday, Saturday? When do you like to party? And if she doesn't like to party, say, well, actually, I don't go out much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, so you kind of ask that question. That's a qualifying question, too, in a lighthearted manner. Oh, you don't. Oh, interesting. Uh, neither do I. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, like <laughs> I'd rather make a person feel comfortable, to be honest, totally. than to kind of pose the question in a judgmental fashion or lead them in a direction that they can feel that I want them to answer in a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, like, you know, yeah. So, so, uh, that's, that's one thing guys are always asking me, how do you vet a woman? How do you vet a woman? Well, I mean, you just ask her questions, yeah. you know, a conversation dialogue builds trust as well. That's, that's something that you guys need to understand is uh, dialogue builds connection and trust. And if you want a woman to be feeling you have dialogue with her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the asking of questions too, there's that sweet spot where it's like, I'm not interviewing you, I'm asking compelling questions, and you're showing me who you are by how you respond to questions. Because people who have a lot of issues with themselves or aren't um, necessarily open to, to wanting to even be in the moment, be present, they don't really like questions. Because <laughs> we like to talk about ourselves, right? If someone has an agenda, let's say if they're just with you because they think you have money, or if they're just with you because they think, you know, they're going to fool you into having sex with them and, you know, they're, they're doing it in a very sneaky way, like whatever. Asking questions, you get to know exactly like whether that person is somebody who is open, somebody who is even interested in getting to know you. Like it, it tells a lot rather than I mean, like mm -hmm. I agree with you about compliments. I think compliments can be important and noticing the good things that you like about that person. But the balance with questions is like, then I get to really see what's underneath all that stuff I like. Yeah, uh, truly authentic and confident people have no problem uh, addressing your questions. Yeah. It's the people that are phonies <laughs> and that, as you, you know, they're inauthentic and they're bullshitters and con artists. Yeah. Those are the ones that have a problem answering your questions. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with answering a question in a way like, hey, listen, I haven't been asked that question in a minute. Uh, let me get back to you on that. Right. You know, like, I don't I don't want to misspeak. I don't want to misrepresent myself. You know, I don't want to misrepresent myself, but I, I admire the question. Give me a give me a little bit. I'll get back to you on that. I've actually had people tell me that. And I respect that yeah. um, instead of just kind of um, um, reaching and just blurting out something. You actually want to take a little time to 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 internalize that question and answer it. Uh, right. So I think that's important too. It demonstrates uh, a little. Uh, I would say it also demonstrates integrity. Um, yeah. Integrity that that you know. Even like when you don't know something, don't pretend to know it. You know, like somebody might ask, "Have you ever heard of this song?" Yeah. Like tell them no. 
right? <laughs> you, know, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, can you pull it up again for refresh my memory? It's like you know, it's like it's like, bro, it's okay if you don't know the song. Just say, yeah. hey, listen, I haven't, I haven't heard it. Why do you like it? Throw it right back to the woman. Just say, hey, just say, listen, uh, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that song. Why do you like it? You brought it up for a reason. Tell me why you like it. Yeah. Tell yeah. me why you want me to know about this song. You know. I love that. Sometimes we're so afraid to not know things. I think what you're pointing to is just be real, right? Because that's what it's all yeah. about. We're relating with each other. So if you don't know or if you don't have the answer, it's okay. And like, and also another thing, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've met with a lot of people who you'll, they'll lose your respect, men and women both. You know, this kind of applies to men too. You know, it's like, <laughs> When you ask something, you know, give them a response, man. Even if it's not a, um, you know, like, for example, let's say, uh, you know, somebody asks you a question and you're like, hey, I just kind of wanted an update on this situation. Uh, what's the status? Provide them a status. Yeah. Don't just, you know, there's no perfect answer. Give them a status. You know, yeah. right now, this is where we're at. Uh, once I get, I've had people, I've had uh my own clients ask me questions pertaining to my public speaking engagements. Hey, do you know when you're speaking? Do you know what day you'll be on? I'm like, brother, I'm trying to find out too. And once I find <laughs> out, I'll let you know. Yeah, I got you, you know, yeah. but uh, you know, it, you got to get back to people. You, you, you got to be straightforward. Yeah. You have to be respectful. We have to do this for each other if we want to prosper. And when, and dating too, you know, don't make people wait unnecessarily for your texts, you know, I'm kind of branching off a little bit here. I talk about getting back to the person appropriately, you know, yeah. don't make a woman wait. Uh, now, if you naturally, if, if you naturally have to make her wait because you're busy, that's authentic. I'm busy yeah. right now. Like for example, SNO text me right now. I, I can't answer your text right now. I mean, most likely, unless it's an emergency. I've even had a conversation with her. Hey, don't text me uh, when I'm on the air. I, I mean, you gotta be in an emergency to text me. And she said, okay. And, uh, you know, otherwise, you know, you have to educate the woman and say, hey, I'll be in a meeting from one to three. Mm -hmm. If you want to text me and tell me something that's on your mind, you're welcome to. But I won't be back with you until after three. Like, mm -hmm. be straightforward with people. This is very important. Absolutely. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that book? I think it was from the 90s, maybe early 90s, The Rules. Not familiar. Two women. <laughs> These two oh, women. Wait, wait, wait. I know that book. I, I think I know that book. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> I think I might have walked past that book at Borders in 2002. <laughs> no, no, I don't know that book. <laughs> so these two women, and they did the whole talk show circuit. They wrote a book called The Rules, and it was for women. And one of the big rules was about creating unavailability. And I always hated that book because the idea was like what you were talking about. Like you don't have to unnecessarily wait to text people, which I think a lot of people do that. But their thing was create unavailability. So, you know, never, I mean, back then it was the early nineties, so everybody didn't have a cell phone, but don't call them back for a few hours or don't be available if they, if, if a man asks you on a date within, I wanna say 24 hours or something like that, don't be available. And so my whole thing was always, and for both men and women, just be authentically unavailable. Like if you're up to things in your yes. life, Yes. You're going to authentically be unavailable sometimes. It's not You know what's going to happen, Candy? You know what's going to happen when you're inauthentically available? If things happen to um, proceed, mm -hmm. she'll she going to notice when she's with you, this motherfucker doesn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to all that unavailability, fam? <laughs> 
<laughs> like you you're on me. my ass. You're calling me every day. You don't even have a job. If you do, you leave early. You're late to work. You you ain't unavailable. You know, and, and so and, and so it's it, eventually you think you're getting the girl. Yeah. Truth is, you're gonna lose her eventually because it's not real. Yeah. And, and so um, I I am against that completely. Um, you know. It, be unavailable due to passions in your life, obligations. Pr just prioritize things. Don't yeah. the woman should be a priority. Yeah. Uh, if you're seeing a woman, she should be a priority. Let me first and foremost tell you. Uh, and if you say she's not, you're lying to yourself. If you want to be with a woman, okay. If you find a woman, she's attracted to you. You're attracted to her. Both of you are pursuing one another, making time for each other. Make her a priority. Just make sure that you uh, appropriately slot your time with her. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, for example, your woman might be second or third on your list during mm. the week, but on the weekend, she might be first. Mm. You know what I mean? It's going to change. It's like, okay, my job comes first because without my job, I'm homeless. So it's got to be number one. Number two would be maybe, um, I don't know, maybe it's your, your nutrition. Maybe you're in the process of, uh, making a lifestyle change and, and your, and your health has, has been compromised. And, and now you, uh, you need to really prioritize uh, maybe your eating or your, or your fitness. Yeah. So that might come number two, because without the first two things, you got no relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then now that you've accomplished those two major things, what's next on the list? Well, it's your, maybe it's your woman, you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe it's the woman yeah. you're dating. And then after that, it's laundry and grocery shopping or whatever. You know, you have your priorities. And then uh, when, the, when the weekend comes, though, let's say you work Monday through Friday. Well, now you could maybe move that woman up a slot or two. You know what I mean? Like, hey, listen, uh, work is done. My, 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 my objectives have been accomplished. Let's go to the city for the weekend. Yeah. Now, let me, you know let me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. What yeah, do you ahead. think about... So I agree with you in the sense that we always need to prioritize our own care first, like getting ourselves to, you know, what has us optimal, right? Optimal health, optimal emotionally, optimally uh, mentally. So a lot of things can fall under that umbrella. And if you're dating someone and you want them to know that they're a priority, what would you say when it comes to like, you know, hanging out with your friends or um, things that aren't necessarily survival things but they are part of like you know your well-being like how would you say would be the best way men would balance that sort of thing because that ends up being a bone of contention in relationships right like he always wants yeah, to be with yeah. the boys or she's yeah. always out at brunch you know what, what do you okay think? now i can only speak for myself i can't speak for audience members i can't i can only speak for myself yeah. um, i don't i don't prioritize friendships with men like i used to um, it's not to say that uh, it's not there. Uh, one of my best friends is like a brother. We've been friends. I think we mentioned him before. He lives out in the Phoenix area. Uh, we've been friends since we were in high school, uh, juniors. However, I don't need to see him that much. I don't need to talk to him that much. Uh, I'm busy creating a business and a brand and uh, I have other objectives. I feel that if you are, and this is just my opinion, and it's okay, and it's okay for other people to have uh, opposition to this opinion. Um, I feel like as a man, once you reach a certain age, you got to let your friends go. Um, that doesn't mean go permanently. It just means like you got to let that go. You're not in high school anymore. You don't have to hang out with these people. The more mature and um, um, self-sufficient you become, you'll find out the less people you'll need. Now, that doesn't mean you don't need anyone. You need them. 
depending on the project you're working on, I mean, you, you don't need them. You want them. Okay. It kind of yeah. comes back to the wanting versus needing. I don't need friends. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to talk to men. I, uh, as a matter of fact, talking to men sometimes, um, um, uh, you know, I have to dumb myself down to kind of go to a place where most men are. And that's just the truth. And so, um, you know, so I, I, I'm very limited on my time with really with anybody even. Um, so, but that's me though. I don't need a bunch of friends. So would I date a woman or be with a woman who had a bunch of friends? No, uh, because I don't now it's not wrong to have a bunch of friends. I, I don't want to, it's, that could be right for someone else. It's not right for me. It's not a priority. I don't need to hang out with dudes. I did that already. I already had party buddies, womanizer, friends. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what place you're at. If you're 21, 22, you might have a party buddy and that's okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Until you grow out of it and you're like, yo, I don't want this life no more. I, I want this life. All right, fam. Uh, enjoy yourself. Be careful. I'm out. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like you have to know when it's time to depart. But for me, I don't need a lot of friendships. I don't need a lot of opinions. I don't need a lot of advice. Mm. Um, that's not to say I won't take counsel w when it comes to me, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't have a desire for it. And so being that that is how I live, my girl could not be some fucking wine parties, bunko on my, like you do too much. Like I'll smash you, like I'll smash you and send your ass on your merry way, but I know you ain't gonna be my woman. I got you. I hear you. So what about do you ever do you ever coach in groups? Do you ever do like group group coaching with men? I have. Yeah, I have. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about the whole like group coaching? Because I feel like there's something to be said for, you know, when when it when you do have a group or a gaggle of people, if you're all up to something worthwhile, as opposed to this is the people I party with, or this is the people that I just play ball and don't talk about anything you know, of any worth with. But over here is like my business mastermind. Over here is my group where we talk about spirituality. Over here is, you know, my Cochio group where we're growing, right? So you're talking about uh, being in the company of other mentors. Like, are you saying where, um, are you talking about acquaintances? Uh, I'm trying to get a better understanding of the question. Well, I'm talking about raising not necessarily the the whether you hang out with groups or not, but raising the quality of your groups, right? Because then there's there's a level of self care in that. So if I have a group, like I have a group of women that are a he women's healing circle, and it's all about spirituality, right? And so that's an important group for me to spend time with, which is yeah, very different yeah. than ten years ago when I had a group of women that we would just go to brunch or we would go shopping. Do so you know yeah. what I mean? So if I'm in a relationship. Yeah, um prioritizing one group over the relationship at times, not, you know, obviously not consistently. There's like striking that balance between like, listen, baby, like I got to be with this group in order to like keep my self-care supported or I've got a, you know, this men's group that I, yeah. you know, we talk about relationships, yep. we talk about health and then I can yes. come back and right. Yeah. I, I understand the question now. Thank you for the explanation. Uh, no, I don't need uh, support groups. Um, and I don't need people to, uh, to hang with, to, to stay, to sustain my focus. Um, perhaps there was a time for that, you know, maybe. Um, but I'm so self-sufficient now. Um, it's simply unnecessary. Um, the only relationships that I form now are uh, business relationships where we can help prosper each other financially, um, add value to each other, add value to other men, clearly. You, you know, um, but all my relationships now are conditional. 
Um, and I could say that confidently. I, uh, I have my friendship with my friend in Phoenix. I would say that is the, uh, uh, from a male standpoint, male to male, that is my most unconditional uh, relationship. Uh, we accept one another. Uh, we talk very candidly. We did just the other day. So I have my, that I have one of those. I don't need 10 of those. Um, every other relationship is contingent upon a deal, a contract or some sort of agreement where value is exchanged. Um, and, and that is all I'm interested in at this point. I hear you. I hear that. I mean, you know, we're just talking about like, how, how do you create prioritization? So that means SNO got a good spot. <laughs> yeah she does uh, she she certainly does have a good spot right? like we all um, have to create it. yes yes yeah. we do have someone in the background i see neil is back uh guys if we don't get a lot of participation within the first hour we uh we we certainly could utilize the hour to do something for ourselves so um if you die guys are not going to join the show um we will end at the hour mark today uh not a problem for us yeah. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and post this real quick. I do think that we have some super chats. Let me read those real quick. Uh, Coach Jay, uh, uh, a very regular supporter here. Um, we thank you. Greetings, champion, Miss Candice. I love the topic thus far, and I agree. Talk about things you are interested in and likewise find out what's interesting to your guest. Uh, that's why social skills are so important. 100% true. 100%. Yeah. Uh, social skills are crucial. Without it, you can't you're not going to go anywhere. I mean, you have to have some level of soft skills and being able to uh, uh, communicate with people effectively. Uh, yeah. Carlos R. $5. Why do women say they want emotional availability uh, men, but ironically only deal with men who are emotionally unavailable? Candace, answer that question, please. That's a great question, Carlos. And I think it's right on the money, but it's um, emotionally unavailable women who only deal with men who are emotionally unavailable. So a lot of times as women, there's this assumption that we're all emotionally available, but you know, women who are only interested in men who they have to chase after, they're not really available themselves. That's why they want that challenge of like trying to make somebody be emotionally, emotionally available when they're not. When you're emotionally available, you, you, don't, you don't have the bandwidth or the interest in being with someone who, who can't offer that to you back, can't mirror that back. Like they're not even on your radar. So think about the women you're thinking about, are they really emotionally available women? I doubt it. I think sometimes uh, people say they want things, but they don't even know how to maintain that one thing. You know, a lot of people want success, entrepreneurship, run a business, but you don't know the first thing about doing it. Yeah. You haven't even consulted someone doing it. Um, you, you just say you want things. People say they want things, but they're not willing to be that thing that the other thing will feel comfortable being around. You know what I mean? Like you have to be something like, like for example, uh, in order to have a home, you have to have a solid foundation. And, you know, you can't put a home on shaky, uh, shaky hill. And so in order to have proper communication, you first have to be a great communicator. You know, if you extend uh, uh, the invitation for more in-depth dialogue, hopefully you're more prepared to understand in-depth dialogue yeah. and can offer it in exchange. So my, my I would tell people, you got to make sure w uh, when you want something that you're able to nurture that something and also uh, maintain that something. Yeah, definitely. You agree with that? 
I do. I do. We always have to be a space for what we want, right? And the only way yes. to be a space for it is to be willing to generate it. And we, it's like we often expect so much from other people. And it's like, well, how much of it are you actually generating? How much are you offering? Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to our, our conversation last week. I think it was king and queen. I think that was last week. You know, you yeah. want a queen, you want a queen, um, you know, do you have a space for a queen? You know, yeah. do, do you have a, a mentality for a queen? Do you have leadership for a queen? You know, um, are you going to bring the best out in that queen? Uh, is she bringing you your best? I mean, you know, or her best rather. So uh, people say all the time. That's why I don't believe what people say. I believe what they do. Yeah. And so I, wa I want everybody to take that. Don't believe what people say. People say anything just to con you and uh, try to lure you on. And I'm not saying that is always the case. Some people say what they mean and they do what they say. Uh, but most people, man, I found out ain't shit out here. Yeah. And so, yeah, instead of you can listen to them, okay. but let that shit go in one ear out. I'm not saying disregard it, but just go, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll set up another appointment and talk about this in, in, a, in a little in greater detail. And yeah. now you see, are they going to do that with you? Are they actually going to take the time to sit with you and discuss things a little more detail with, with a little more detail oriented uh, discussion? Yeah. At that point, they're like, well, I'm kind of busy this week. It's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, you know, I really get the fuck out of here. I ain't wasting my time with you. No, it's true. Uh, so, Neil, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Coach. Hey, Candice. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, honey? Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm blessed to be alive. Yes. <laughs> yes, honey. So, Coach, I got a question. It's related to a job opportunity that I just interviewed earlier today. I'm kind of stuck whether I should go by it or not. So my friend got me into it. It's a lab diagnostics company. They do testing for COVID, respiratory, uh, toxicology, and whatnot, right? Uh, it'll be for a sales position. My thing is the base is very low at like 36000 Like, it's all right. But the commission potential is like very high. Um, and I know that through the confirmation of my friend and the salesman that he knows because he does the testing. For the lab, but he tells me his friend does make that type of money where it's like 50000 or 60000 a month on commission only. So now I'm like, I'm thinking I do want to go deeper into the medical side, but do I choose this? Do I, do I do take the risk or do I continue to um, apply for other opportunities and continue my DoorDash until I find something else? I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of stuck of should I take the risk or not? You want me to go? I, uh, let me go first on this, Candace, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, men need to work. Uh, men need to work. Uh, yeah. Bottom line is this. You need to work. And uh, you have to always weigh the pros and cons of every situation. So does this company offer health benefits at some point? Yes, at some point they do. 401k? Uh, no. I, think they, okay. I don't think they offer that. Do you have health insurance right now? Yes, I do. You do have health insurance? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you have to look at everything as a whole. So, uh, you know, um, you know, I say this. I tell young men this all the time. Don't wait on a dream job. Uh, get working, work a job, get some experience, and then you're always be in a, mo a better position to get another job while in one already. Okay. Uh, there's, there's, there, there isn't like a desperate energy mm -hmm. to you. Uh, the worst guy to hire or the worst, worst woman to hire is someone who is desperate for a job. Uh, those are the people that lie on resumes. Uh, those are the people that are con artists and don't have the uh, requisite skill set uh, to prosper at a position sometimes. Uh, not in all cases, but in, in a lot. 
And mm-hmm. so uh, the best way to enter any situation is when you're inspired to do it, not desperate to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Even when relationships, even dealing with women, it should never be out of ins- uh, out of desperation. It should be because it's a wanting, a desire, and you're in a position to add value uh, to a woman and likewise receive value from her. So you have to ask, answer that question. Uh, I would say consider taking the job, mm-hmm. uh, your dream job. Even this job, I want everybody to know this right now. This job that I created from scratch uh, with nothing and created this position. Now I'm, I'm coaching men worldwide on planet Earth. Uh, um, it, it's not a dream job. I don't always love this shit. I, I just want you to know the truth. I mean, I, I don't always enjoy this. Sometimes it's a drag. Uh, sometimes coaching, absorbing another person's uh, trauma and, and hearing about their situation, yeah. it can be exhausting. It can be exhausting, especially if you really want to help that person. Uh, it can, you know, even even Candace told me one time um, prior to having a like a coaching session, she needed to kind of uh, deflate a little bit and get prepared for this, for this, this session. And I think some people don't realize that, that when you're really trying to give your best to a client, it can go to deep places, deep waters sometimes, and that can be draining. So you have to, you know, so long story short, I said that this is not a dream job. This is uh, there's perks to this, to this position. Uh, I've allowed myself a sense of freedom by taking this job. Uh, I have more options. I can call more shots. Um, but also I had to work a tremendous amount of time for somebody else in order to, to set myself up for this job. Mm-hmm. I didn't just jump in this job. I had to work a job where I was having to be under someone else's leadership, picking up game and uh, uh, polishing myself, perfecting myself, learning, uh, learning new things uh, in order to get ready for this. So it's a process. Uh, mm-hmm. Last question before I throw it to um, – Miss Candace, how old are you? 29. And you're driving, uh, you're doing DoorDash right now? Yeah, I got laid off from my previous job, so I just picked up DoorDash. How long DoorDash. has it been since you've been laid off? Uh, probably like about six months or so, five, six months. Yeah, um, I, I'd take the job if I were you. Okay. I would. And I would still do DoorDash too, I'd do both. Yeah. Appreciate that, Coach. My question would be, Neil, what are three points of your plan like for the next five years? In five years from now, where do you see yourself? What are three points of of your plan? Do you have a plan? Yeah, I do. I actually want to be with the company um, long term as a career, whether I'm growing to that company as a supervisor or being deeper into the sales. I'm actually training a sales team um, in that aspect. Uh, Also having my own, I, I guess, apartment or house by then. And then eventually, um, I say in about two years, two and a half years, I'll be graduating with a business degree and um, certificate in entrepreneurship and small business. So I do want to get ahead eventually in that time period of actually starting up my e-commerce business on Amazon, what I want to sell, what I want to do, knowing the basic fundamentals of how to start a business, the regulations and taxes and whatnot. That's where I, I legitly see myself in a paper and plastic good business that I actually know the background of and I still have the connections to all the restaurants and the motels and hotels that I dealt with uh, mm-hmm. with my previous job. So those are the two that are on my mind. Well, just sit down and do the numbers. math. Sit yeah. down and do the math. If you sit down and do the math, and you might not be exactly accurate like compared to mm-hmm. what you're making on this job, how much time you're going to spend on this job, mm-hmm. how far it's going to get you towards that five-year goal. 
the more clarity you have, the more confidently mm-hmm. you will, you'll move forward. Just sit down and do the math. Uh, that was a great you. question posed by Candace. One last thing, and we're going to go to Rashid in the background. Um, get focused, man. You know what I hear too much from people I coach? They want to do everything. Yeah. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a cook. I want to, I want, like, you want to be too many things, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, like, shrink it down to what's reasonable right mm-hmm. now for you. And then eventually, okay. once you, once you stabilize and you, you're creating a, a, an income and you'll have more options, and then, you know, then you make your next decision. You don't have to make 10 decisions all at once. Make the first decision, one decision at a time. Everybody wants to do 10 things at once. One thing at a time is how you become successful in life. Got it. Thank you, Coach. Stay swag, Coach. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. All right, man. Talk to you later. Bye, Neil. Mr. Rashid, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, what's up? Um, What's up, Candice? What's up, EO? How y'all doing? What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, let me just turn up my headphones real quick so I can hear you. Yeah, real quick. Rashid, uh, one moment. Uh, um, your questions in the chat room are welcome, but the, uh, we're going to uh, go ahead and address people joining the show first and foremost. Uh, real quick, Ben, thank you for the $5. Good to have you back as well. Go ahead, Rashid. Um, so my question is a little bit more like dating oriented. <laughs> um. Like recently, I, I just started going on like the online dating sites and all that. And I get a bunch of matches and I go on a lot of first dates. And I usually like to go to the park, you know, because it's something quick. And, you know, I get to know the person in an environment that I enjoy being in. So what I'm wondering is like my issue is um, telling them like no, basically, because I, I kind of realized that I'm not really feeling the vibe. I'm not feeling the energy and I can't get myself to like leave the situation. I kind of just sit there and wait for the conversation to die down and be like, okay, well, I guess it's time to go. But I, I really want to know how to just cut the situation off when it gets dry. <laughs> Dan, does you want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> So I got a lot me, to say about it, but I, 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 I talked too much already. Yeah, I talked too much already. Well, first of all, my first question is you're having mainly your first dates, you're having them in the park. So what do you just meet for like tea and coffee and sit in the park or what? Yeah, what <laughs> yeah we just grab a drink or something like from a nearby spot. You get a smoothie or whatever. And then okay. we just hang out in the park for like an hour or so. Let me ask you this. What's normally the indicator that you're like, that's it. It's a no. Like, what, um, what, how are you... <laughs> most of the time it, it's 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 a very specific question uh-huh. or 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 um just uh something that i noticed about their personality to where uh-huh. i can see that they're still like bitter about something like they'll bring up their ex and they'll be like oh he's so blah blah like oh that's what my ex did and, and i'm like okay great yeah. I, I don't really care and yeah. and it happens a lot like it happens really often and that's just something that I don't really want to deal with, especially not on the first day. Sure, so, sure. yeah, and I think your instincts are right on that because if people are sort of steeped in their past or they're bitter about something, that is kind of a turnoff. However, there's an opportunity for you here. I mean, if you want to get out of any situation, anytime you're having a conversation with somebody, you can always and I, and I'm not going to say that the other person is necessarily going to respond positively because it depends on who you're dealing with. <laughs> But you can always just be very authentic about that. Like, I think you're a really nice person. I don't necessarily think we're a romantic fit. 
you know, but I appreciate that you came out to, to meet me. Like, I really appreciate that. Thank you for taking the time and just be a gentleman about it. If they're unable to accept that, do what you need to do to exit the situation. But as long as you're honest, that's, that's fine. But what I would say before being very quick, you know, as soon as you start to hear something that sounds like bitterness or sounds like something you've heard before, try to do a little conversation exploration, not because you're trying to be with that person, but just see, you know, what you can sort of uncover about what that really is. Because sometimes people will present a certain way because they think that's who they should be on a first date. Mm -hmm. Or they think that they are setting that person up to know them better. And what they're saying, they might not even really feel that thing. And if you're willing to just question it a little bit, sometimes you can get into conversations with people and find out that there's more than you think. If you feel like it's worth it. If you don't feel like any of them are worth it, just be very confident in being able to say authentically, you know, you're very nice, but I don't think we're a fit or I don't feel a romantic connection and I wish you all the best. And a lot of people won't like that. <laughs> you gotta be able to stand in the face of that and then walk away when you need to walk away. Okay. Rashid, how old are you? How old are you, Rashid? I'm 20. Okay. I know we live in an era where picky people picking up the phone and talking is 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 a lost uh kind of a lost exchange like that. That's it's just text and sending Snapchats and all this stupid shit. But I get it. It's part of this life at this uh, this moment in time. But I think you could do a little bit of the prep work before you meet. You know, you you can you can even just say, "Hey, listen, before we meet at the park, I'm gonna call you in like ten minutes." And and, and based on her response, she might say, "Oh, well, well, what's wrong with this? You know, and, and what's wrong with just texting?" And so, like little things like that will tell you, okay. Bitch can't talk. Okay, excuse my. Sorry, sorry, can is all right. But uh, you know, but as a man, this is locker room talk time. Okay, the bitch can't talk. Okay, she she only comfortable over here. Okay, it's not necessarily a, a disqualifier, but it's something to notate. It's something to to store in my in my thing, and say, well, listen, I just want to talk to you real quick. I want you to hear my voice. I want to hear yours. Uh, let, let's just talk for a little bit. Then we'll meet up. Then we'll meet up. And, and and what if she answers the phone and she's like, hello, you know, now you don't got to meet her ass. Now, you you, you know, unless you want to go on a date with a fucking walrus or something. But, you know, uh, you know, there's there, it's the man's job to really do prep work. Uh, you you got to do a little prep work uh, to find out who you're talking to, who you're meeting. You could be catfished. You don't even know. You could say, hey, uh, uh, you got a, you got an iPhone. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I got an iPhone. Say, cool. I'm going to FaceTime you like in 10 minutes. Let's just have a quick little mini date before we meet up. And uh, if she's like, great, I'll, let's do that. That's a woman that's interested in seeing you. That's a woman that's interested in going along. You know, if you got a woman that's just like, oh, I'm at work right now. I can't do that. Uh, you, uh, you know, you may want to just like say, all right, do me a, you know, you know, oh, you can't, you could, you could text, but you can't FaceTime real quick. Do me a favor. Just try to get away for a couple minutes. Just a couple minutes. I'm going to FaceTime you in 10 minutes. These are the little things that I would do. Uh, so I can see the woman, hear the woman, get a feel for who I'm meeting up with because my time is valuable. Uh, and also, here's one thing I noticed you said, and I'm just going to be honest with you. When, like, let's say when an artist is coming to town, like a singer, do they want to book the best arena possible for uh, for the for the for the guests that are coming? Yeah. Or do they just want to pick some fucking alley to go in? Yo, we're singing in the alley. Whether you like it or not, this is where we're fucking singing at. 
So there has to be courtesy if you want to deal with other people. You have to think, okay, where would this is this an environment the woman would want to be in? You know what I mean? Like, and you could mm -hmm. ask that question. So, Hey, I was thinking about grant park. I was thinking about, you know, it's just get, getting a, getting a latte meeting at the park. You like the park. I love the park. Excellent. That's where we're going. You know, like just little feelers, throw out feelers to find out what's uh, a shout out to that lady in the back. Uh, it's my mom. And, uh, mom. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to mama. Yeah. What's up? What's up? So it's important that you become a very good communicator. Uh, and, and then these situations will begin to transition a bit. You'll notice that your dates will become more productive uh, if you start doing a little bit of that prep work. And, and, and to reinforce the last point, just because you want to go to the park doesn't mean it's the ideal place to get her to feel safe and engaged with you. You know what I mean? She might be like, "Park, what's he want to fucking kill me?" Like, you know, you never know. Like, 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 you know, like. So you have to like be considerate if you're gonna be a, a participant in the dating game. You have to think outside of yourself. Put yourself first, but also consider the, your audience. Definitely. Yeah. So I usually. Have, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, just please. real quick. Um, I usually ask them or or i bring it up like oh i know this park it has it has a great vibe like there's a waterfall and everything like that and they're like oh my god that sounds so cool so okay. it's usually like not the environment that's the issue it's more like just the way that we interact with each other that yeah we're, we're yeah, really I, I blame you for that i, I blame you for that 100 uh, <laughs> percent um another thing too and, and i and why i blame you it's not like blames you feel bad i think it's inexperience i think it's your age i think you know also you know a woman bringing up an ex it shouldn't be the end of the world now it's something that maybe you can address politely like yo uh you know, I wouldn't even say anything on a first date. Like personally, and here's the other thing. If a woman is really into you, she's not going to bring up another man. I mean, this is just the truth. I mean, most likely, unless she's immature and she's trying to make you jealous or whatever, like some girls are, are that way, petty and jealous. And men are that way, too. They might bring up an ex like, yo, I said, date this girl and we used to go over to the coast or whatever. I mean, you know, like just stupid shit. So uh, don't let women put you in your feelings, fam. Let they're gonna say things. Women are gonna say things. Why does that have to dictate how you feel about it? You gotta be like, all right, she said that right there. You know, um, she don't know me. You know, maybe she I need to coach her. I need to say, hey, yo, uh, you want me to bring up my exes right now? You want to talk about exes? We could do that real quick. Uh, you know, you know, and she's like, no, 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 oh yeah, you're right. Like it, you really have to kind of like introduce a person to themselves. I'm very good at pointing a mirror at people and saying like, yo, this is how you talk. This is how you act. This is how you conduct yourself. This is your, these are your, in, your, your strengths, but these are also your, what I would consider your inadequacies. This is what you bring to the table. That's unproductive. This is what you bring. That's that is productive. You know, like I'm not saying first day talk about that, but I'm just putting that in your mind. Sometimes instead of getting in your feelings and wanting to end a date, you just stop letting a woman move you. You you stay positioned and planted. Let her be who you are. You're going to be who you are. At the end of the day, make a decision. Do I want to see this woman again or not? And questions are always good for that too, Cotillo. Mm -hmm. Like asking, if someone says something where you're like, that was off-putting, ask them why they said it. <laughs> or ask them what their their intention is behind it. Like, why are you saying that? Like, why are you telling me that? Because when you yeah, ask them, I, they have yep, to think sorry. about it. Continue. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, yes. Another thing, if a woman brings up a, an ex, say, oh, you must have just got out of a relationship. So like this is another qualifier for you. You could be like, oh, oh, you just you just got out of a relationship then. 
And if she's like, nah, nah, we've been broken up for like a year. I was like, oh, well, you must think about him still, huh? And and if she's like, like I would ask that, and I and 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 let her answer that. She might be like, oh yeah, you're right. I don't know why I even brought that up. It's like, yeah, let's not do that again. Yeah, let's not do that again then. You know, you know, be a fucking man, bro. Like, don't let her move your ass. Too many guys are so soft today. Y'all let women just dictate how you feel, what you do next. Like, stop that shit. Like, decide who the fuck you're going to be. And, of course, this happens with time. I can't expect a 20-year-old young man to act like me. Shit, I'm fucking light years beyond dudes. And so, you know, uh, you know, but but instead of letting her move you, just be like, oh, you just, you just got out of a relationship then, huh? And then this is another situation if she's like yeah we just broke up like a month ago bro this woman is emotionally <laughs> unavailable at best y'all smash at best you at, at the very best you're like oh, oh okay um well I, you know at the end of the day you say well listen you know i've determined that all, you know all i want you uh, all we're gonna do is fuck from now on like from now on what i can offer you is sex I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I'd rather men tell women flat out, hey, based on the, the discussion where you're at, you just got a relationship. Hey, let's not do anything real heavy. Let's just get together casually, uh, kind of hang out and have sex at the end. You down for that? And if she's like, yes, or maybe, say, cool, then, that, then maybe we could proceed. If she's like, no, I'm not ready for that, say, I understand completely. Well, this has been a cool day. Take care of yourself. Good luck. Yeah, that's true. Cause I like when I'm dating, I usually find myself just automatically like trying to see into the future with the girl. And I'm like, you know, like on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> that you're not alone with that though, Rashid. I feel like that's a mistake a lot of us make. It's like you going on a first date, you're not betting them to see if they're your soulmate or if they're the one. You just be in the moment and see where the moment takes you as far as getting to yes. know them. Yeah. Right? Because okay. you just, you want to, knowing if someone's your soulmate is something people don't realize until they've been to get that together and married for 60 years. You know, there's those old couples that come on the news and they're like, well, how'd you do it? They didn't know when they met that they were going to end up together for 60 years. They look back on it and say it. You're not going to, you're not going to know your soulmate by sight. So stop even being attached to that. Just enjoy the dating. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and that's Candace is 100% right. And remember what we said earlier, focus on the night, not tomorrow. You, you, first of all, tomorrow doesn't exist. It doesn't. Re, in reality, it's not. It doesn't exist, okay? It only exists in your head for some reason. Uh, the only thing that exists is right now, you and her at the park. Nothing else is going on. Now, obviously, if you know you have things scheduled for the next day, that's different. I'm not telling you to not be practical about those things. But to to be jumping to the finish line brother you ain't even got past the first step yet so just enjoy the engagement and also don't look to judge her so fast like if she makes a mistake by bringing up an ex clearly that's unproductive uh that's it's unproductive potentially for her to bring that up but it could be productive for you to qualify her yeah. so take what the woman gives you use it as leverage not to not to harm her or anything but but to figure out if you want to proceed with this woman you know, or to place her appropriately. If you just found out the girl just broke up with somebody last week, yo, don't try to make this girl your girl. She still got remnants in her system of another man. So at best, what she might be doing is looking for a distraction tonight. So you could be like, oh, so you just want to kind of get your mind off things tonight, huh? And if she's like, yeah, I say, cool, same here. 
<laughs> and now you could just go have fun. Go to the pond, throw her in, get her wet, then take her home and, and bang her out. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, like have don't fun, throw black girls in the pond. Splash some water. Yeah, yeah. No, no black girls though. No. Uh, but uh, that's how you do it, bro. You got to use all information as as leverage and good information to place things accordingly. You understand? Yeah. Okay. Any final questions before we bring Jake in? Oh, no, that's it. That's all I have. Thank cool, you for man. the advice. I appreciate you it. You got it. Good microphone. I got that one. It's been laying over there for like a, six months. Yeah, I'll use it when I travel. But uh, <laughs> all right, brother. It sounds good. All right, man. We'll, we'll talk to you guys. Uh, talk to you in the future. All right. Peace. Thanks, man. Mr. Jake. How you doing, Jake? Hey, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday Sa to all. Same to you. Hey, I, I wanted to give you the I wanted to give you the Denzel voice. Jake! Jake, where you at, Jake? That's I need my up. money. I need my money, Jake. I was not expecting Jake. that. I'm actually, I am uh yeah, I'm I'm working right now. But and this is awesome. I appreciate you having this, uh, coach. Uh oh, no doubt, brother. No doubt. Okay, this is real time. All right. It, it was delayed from, uh, from YouTube. All right, so I guess my question, is this a question or a comment kind of thing? Oh, whatever you want it to be. You can comment or question. It's up to you. Okay, and then um, last question is, uh, real quick before I ask my question, I see myself, I've never done this StreamYard thing. I see myself in this screen, but my face is cut off when I'm looking at you. Can you see my face? We can see you, yeah, yeah, we can see okay. you. Yep. All right, perfect. Um, so I'm 42. I appreciate what you brought up earlier about having friends. Um, and uh, what I Jake, I can hear you. Candace, I can hear you. I just got to run. I'll be right back. I can hear both of you. Gotcha. You know, um, I, I appreciate what was brought up about having being selective about friendships and how we're spending our time and things like that. Um, uh, I. I'm watching a stock chart right now. So that's why I'm like kind of trying to talk to you and like, look at this over here. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, so be, being able to keep up, let me just minimize this. Uh, uh, being able to be able to keep up with what I got going on is very, very important. Um, my question to EO and, um, and you, and you said your name's Candace. Yes. Candace, pleasure mm -hmm. to meet you. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, so it's, uh, it's very different trying to meet people, um, today versus like when I used to party a lot and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't drink anymore. Don't use drugs anymore. Um, and, uh, you know, so I live a completely different lifestyle now and online dating kind of, uh, it's, it's not, it's not really the business. I don't think, yeah. um, I find it, uh, and maybe I need to get professional pictures done or something like that. Um, I've had some decent dates, uh, but I'm curious to find out what uh, what you and uh, Coach EO suggest in the way of uh, uh, in the way of. I need to minimize this. Excuse me. Um, in the way of uh, uh, meeting people, meeting new women, meeting people offline. For someone who doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, yeah. doesn't go to, you know, like, I'll go to, like, a rave or a bar or something if, like, I have a reason for being there. Mm. Um, but, uh, 
what are what are your thoughts on that, Coach? Coach again, just as far as meeting people off, not online but offline in like the real world, where to yeah. meet people at during the day and then maybe like in the evening time. Uh, that's my question. Yeah. I think that's a great question. I have a question for you, Jake. You said you're 42. So you're dating for like a long-term relationship is the ultimate goal. Um, uh, ish. I forgot. This is being streamed on YouTube, right? So <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say, I don't think I'm monogamous. I mean, I don't think, I don't think I'm monogamous. Um, okay. so I would like a relationship um, in that way. Uh, uh -huh. But uh, I'm not really like in, in like a rush per se. Gotcha. To, yeah. You know, like yeah, I want to have kids eventually, uh, but I'm not in like a rush to get married or anything like that. Well, you gotta be real clear about what you see yourself doing with this person. I'm getting a little background noise here. Yeah, a little background noise. Hey, uh, do me a favor, Jake. Mute yourself for a second. There we go. There we go. That's good. So yeah, you, you want to get really clear on what you see yourself doing with this person in the relationship. If you're talking about meeting somebody online, you need to be the places where you want to be going with this person, right? Let's say if you're into like adventure activities, you like to climb a rock wall or something like that. Those are the places you want to be. I know with, you know, some places with COVID restrictions that can get a little weird, but think about what you, what you're trying to create as far as dating somebody and what you like to do because you don't drink if you're going to the bars and the raves and stuff like that, and you're, that's not your lifestyle, you're not going to meet the woman that's going to fit into what, you know, what it is you want to be doing, right? So think about all the things that you want to do all, that are alternate to you know, what are the uh, assumed things like bars and stuff like that. Forget that. There's a ton of other stuff you could be doing. You could be you know, going to like wall climbing, um, rock climbing walls, axe throwing, different activities, things that you're into, whatever that is. And then meeting people there, actually approaching people if, if real life is your, your main way. Boy, I have so many questions. I have a ton of questions. <laughs> so, so Jake, um, you mentioned not wanting to be online dating. Uh, that tells me that you've been unsuccessful online dating, that you've been unsuccessful. Is that fair to say that, that the that reason why you don't want to be a participant there? I'm hearing a little background noise. You might have me on YouTube or something. You got a YouTube tab open? Close that for me. Not, not the actual StreamYard tab, but the YouTube tab. Yeah, everything, everything's cut okay. off, and I don't have. We're good here. We're good here. We're um, good here. It's, okay, it's not that I'm unsuccessful. I mean, it's it's more of my the quality I find as far as vibes go, right? So I feel that with online dating, um, and I'll say it as a melanated man, online dating, right? Um, what I pull in person, I can add two or three points in person versus online. Now, like I was mentioning earlier, I don't, I don't have professional, I don't have professional pictures or anything like that. I'm not sure if that makes a difference or I'm not sure if it's just the climate or whatever, you know, it is what it is. I'm in, I'm in Florida. Um, so yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, but yeah, the quality—it's more about quality over. Because after all, it's just video games, you know. Meet for coffee, you know. I have like a thing, certain amount of things that I do. Can you describe a quality woman to me? Yeah, like one that one that. Uh, hang on a second. Let me mute or let me minimize all this stuff. I'm working right now. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay, focus is important, though. Remember well, that focus is important. Focus is important. 
Okay. Yeah, well, I'm sitting here looking at what I'm not. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So quality woman, I would say, is one that obviously attractive, um, sexual compatibility, um, doesn't need to go out all the time, uh, you know, like um, – let me think what else is cool hanging out inside, but also going out every now and again too. Right. So that's cool. Um, one that understands that I need my space. So now we're getting into like longer term type stuff. So, I mean, if you want to drill down on, on your question a little bit more, uh, I can, I can answer. Well, I, I think I, if I'm going to be honest with you, I sense that you don't know exactly uh, what you want and you also don't know let me ask you this question. You realize that you must be, you must have a great marketing campaign to attract what you want. Meaning just like a consumer has to be drawn in by a marketing campaign, a product and the features and benefits of that product. That's how someone makes a purchase. They're like, okay, they sold me on the look of that, but they also sold me on the features and benefits and how this can enhance the quality of my life. Having this product makes my life better. So are you the product that woman, women would want to buy into? Are they going to benefit being with you? Even you mentioned uh, non-monogamy. Uh, and just kind of having sex and being casual, like, are you going to be the best lover out of the, all the men that are at her? Like she, in order to have a non-monogamous situation, especially it's going to be, you know, dependent on sex, like mainly main ingredient, not the only ingredient, but the main ingredient, or it can be the only ingredient is sex. You got to be very good in the bed, like very good at seducing her, very good. She, her anticipation of you has to be extremely high, and you must be pleasing her in order for her to want to be in that situation with you. So would you say that you're doing the best of your ability to not to market your look, your behavior, your talking points, your discussion to attract the woman that you want? Marketing-wise, I don't get that. I don't get out there enough, man. Honestly, like right. honest, all I do that's a good answer. Work, and then I do like volunteer stuff that I won't mention on here. And then, um, yeah, that's like that is my life. I have a lot of commitments that I should probably drop off on um, that are outside of what I do for for work. Um, yeah, the marketing could definitely use a boost, dude. I'm good looking. Got my own place. Got my own car. Been to prison. Live to tell the story. Fucking, uh, you know, I'm great in bed. Like, I'm a good dude. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all those things, but the marketing, it's like it's like if Apple didn't market their iPhone. You know, they could have the best yeah, yeah. product, but they're not so... Nobody knows about it. about it. Nobody knows about it, you know? Uh, so I agree. There's a little background noise still going on. I don't know where that's coming from, but... Dude, my AC's off, my fan's off. No, it's it's me. Not I'm sorry, not your background, but I'm getting feedback. Like, uh, it could be... Can you mute me for a second? I can't. It's, it's gone now. So... Yeah. I believe it's gone now, yeah. So, uh, so it's essential that you get out there. Nothing happens in life unless you position yourself to bring an opportunity to you. And then at that point, now you have to kind of... You have to uh, take advantage of it. You're going to have to to add value. Remember, nobody wants to deal with anybody unless they they can see that it's valuable dealing with you. Candace wouldn't have came on with me unless she saw me as a valuable man. I wouldn't have brought Candace on if I didn't see her as being a, a, an intelligent woman with, a, with phenomenal insight. 
uh, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. And so the same thing with a woman, she's not going to deal with you. She's not going to give her body to you. She's not going to give her heart to you. She's not going to give her submission to you. She's not going to give her time to you. Uh, unless you are a dude that she deems as valuable. Uh, and the same thing with a man, you know, we're not going to give, well, well, <laughs> I, I, have, I have to tread with caution here because I do think men are very easy to get. Uh, men, 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 men are very easy. Um, typically, they just go with whoever wants them, whereas women have kind of a different uh, decision making process. And so uh, when men when men get more focused and strategic about this product first before they're wanting to invite somebody to enjoy this product and we can equally uh, benefit, I think that that's when you'll start to get success. But just the wanting of something without the self-evaluation, without making sure that this product is presentable to someone so that they can agree to dealing with me, um, you'll probably have a, this continued uh, uh, stagnation with uh, dating. Makes sense. I yeah. have a question for you, Jake. Just out of curiosity, and it's not a it's not a judgment question. How do you know you're great in bed? Mute for a second. Uh, yeah, there's something up here. There's something. Uh, she asked. She asked. Uh, how do you know you're great in bed? Because you said you're great in bed. How do you know? And I also did see uh, Candace's uh, expression when you said that. <laughs> well, it's interesting to me when people say that. How do you? Know? I understand. I understand. I could only go off a repeat, uh, repeat clientele, so to speak. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That was a fair. That was a, that was a good answer. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, here's another thing I want people to know. <clears throat> Once you know who you are, then you can really, really select the right women for you, and you realize that you could have those women in your rotation for years on end. Mm. The only people that really have to be dating all the time are those that can't manage, select and manage right. Mm. Uh, because you could be like a dude that has your has your three women or just your one woman. But even if you just want to be, as he said, monogamous, you could have your top three women. All of them are happy dealing with you. You're happy dealing with them. And you're not thirsty for other, other uh, additions to the rotation. Now, if one falls in your lap while you're out living and you want to bring her on the team, that you bring her on the team, but you're not thirsty. You already got your top three. Everybody's serving you well. You're serving them well. Life is good. So I would say mm -hmm. that if people are dry all the time, you, you your product isn't well presented. You, you the man. And mm -hmm. two, you probably have poor management skills when you do get women around. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Which is why I, I coach on this. That, you know, I, I coach all this stuff. So. <laughs> And I would imagine it supports you with, like you said, when you're not thirsty, we tend to be a lot more confident when we're not thirsty. We tend to be a lot more adept at meeting people and we attract much more when we're not thirsty. 100%. I agree with that. Yeah, you're, I think it's a relaxation that's exhibited. You're just relaxed, you know. Um, I don't even know if it's really confidence, although I think that it could be, you know, that it can, we could use confidence. But I think everyone is relaxed when they're full. Yeah. You know, look at somebody after they're done eating. I mean, they, they're like, oh, I'm good. You know, like, like and, and so when you're good, people can feel that you're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can see it. Like, why is he so good? Like, yeah. why is she so good right now? Why is she smiling so much? I got to find out why she smiles so much. Yeah. You know, why is he so happy all the time? You know, like, and, and that could either be someone that wants to pursue you because of they could see that you appear to be prosperous or they will run from you because, your pro your 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 um your success and your prosperity 
makes them feel inept. So sometimes yeah. they can run from you because you're you're prosperous. So uh, any final words, Jake? Uh, no, great content, great show. I got run the Fed speaking, the Nasdaq's dropping. I need to see what we do. So I appreciate y'all's time. Love y'all. See you later. Sure. Thank you. Make that cash, brother. All right, fam. See you later. Man. Yeah. All right. Oh, look, what we got. We got. Uh, is that is that Carrie? We got Carrie in here. <laughs> Mr. Carrie, welcome back. <laughs> it's your favorite stoner out in Palm Springs, folks. <laughs> What's up? How have you been, sir? How have you been? Great. My two favorite people. Some of my two favorite people. <laughs> Captain EO and my secret. <laughs> My secret crush, Candace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just took a couple of bong rips, so I'm feeling pretty good. But I want to ask you folks, I don't know, it's a combination question and statement. I kind of live a dual life, and it's kind of bizarre. Mm. Like, believe it or not, I'm like one of the top filmmakers in electronic dance music. So before I, you continue, before you continue, Carrie, are you prepared for the scrutiny you're going to get on Saturday night by being here? I'm prepared for scrutiny 24 <laughs> seven. I want I'm people to scrutinize I'm, I'm, I'm teasing you, brother. I'm teasing you. Go ahead. Uh, uh, further your question, please. Okay. So it's like, I don't know. You know, it's like, I, I, direct the live streams well i mean i direct music videos i've been doing this for 20 years i'm one of the original in edm i know it, it seems bizarre but here's the dilemma I don't know, have you heard of ultra festival it's in miami and it's once a year and then they have it's like uh, electric daisy carnival tomorrowland things like that okay so i go to these shows and you know i'm directing them and literally <laughs> You know, it's like, there's like, I'm 64 and it's like, literally, there's no problem with me, you know, getting like 25 year old hotties uh, to party with us after the show. And you know what happens after that, you know, because it's like, I'm friends with all the DJs, so I'm kind of treated equally with them. So we kind of live a rock star lifestyle in that sense. But then... You know, when I come back to Palm Springs, the Coachella Valley, and I look around, it's like the total opposite. I mean, I don't mean to sound crass, but 80% of the women I see out there are unbangable. I would rather be celibate than make love to 80% of the women I see. Not you, of course, Candace. And it's <laughs> partly because the... I mean... We're not talking about women that even weigh 200 pounds anymore. That's Romeo, my boyfriend. We're talking about women that are like 400 pounds plus. I mean, they are so grossly overweight. And then you listen to them on TikTok, and it's like they try to shame you into dating them and all this BS. Isn't that Romeo cute? Look at that guy. That's my lover. That, wait. That's the only pussy I'm getting lately. Look at this, dude. So here's the point I'm making. It's like I can go to a festival and make a music video and bang some super hottie. Maybe see her again, maybe not. But it's not a serious relationship. And then I'm actually looking for something serious 
in the Palm Springs area, and there's like either they're you know married, they're fugly, they're bisexual, they're lesbians, whatever. I mean, they're trans. It's like the pool of women to choose from now is so pathetically low that I mean, these are women that I couldn't even get it up for them, literally. So. I mean, so it's not hard for me to get, I'm almost like one of these women where it's not hard to get laid because of what I do, but to find a relationship with somebody seems to be goddamn fucking impossible. Carrie, Carrie, uh, do me a favor, Carrie, just ask, uh, do you have a question about this? Yeah, here's my question. My question is this, to both you and Candace. Yes. And it's similar to that last guy. My question is basically, how do you go about finding a serious or semi-serious relationship with a woman nowadays when the pool of drawing is so small and then the other 20%? I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, what if I'm, it's like the other guy. I'm not into dating apps. Where do you find these women? Where do you find women like Candace out there anymore? You, you, you rarely see them, you know? So it's like, how, how do you solve that problem? I'm not going to lower uh, my standards. I want to ask Candace a quick question. Uh, since you brought it up, like where are all the, 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 the Candaces at? Yeah. What would Candace, what does Candace want in a man? Probably not a guy like me. <laughs> and that, and that's where t- we're going. And, and so, 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 so again, it comes back to, this is the part that's really difficult for people. You want what you want, but does what you want want you? <laughs> you know, and, and so and so and this is necessary for the bro, exchange. I don't, even, I don't even want me. I wouldn't fuck I know, me if I, I know, was the chick. I, I know, I know. So so I think I think that your complaint <laughs> is 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 almost it's it's it is immature. Uh, it's full of judgment, which <laughs> is not going to produce the results you want. That that. Judgmental men do not get what they want out of life, especially specifically with women. I mean, it's one thing to have a standard, and 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 even with that standard, there has to be a level of respect with the standard, right? Uh, you know, you know, you know, you can't like fat pigs and all this. I mean, we've all said things similar, joking manner and that sort of thing. But you know, even then, you got to just be cautious because you know what you don't like, someone else loves. You know, when 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 you point out a, a, a an oversized woman. That's not your preference, sure. Uh, however, there's somebody out there that probably would love that oversized woman. And so, what you don't like, someone else loves. Your garbage are, is someone else's treasure. You've heard that before. Sure. Uh, so, I think a lot of this, and I'll throw it to Candace real quick, and then we'll finish with Carrie. And Carrie, good to, good to have you back. I love but you. I think I love your problem. Pr- appreciate that. I think all of your uh, madness. And anger and frustration is all <laughs> self-inflicted. It's all going on inside oh, yeah. of you. And, and, I'm, and I'm so, what, I, and I would I would advise therapy. I would advise sitting with a a therapist, if not myself, uh, for uh, but but maybe both. Well, I have a psychiatrist the last five years, and I agree. I am my worst enemy when it comes to that. And yeah, I'm not really being so judgmental. Maybe I am. It's more of. Uh, I'm just making assessments and let's face the reality. You know, I just look at facts, bro. 
In uh, the 1970s, the average woman weighed 125 pounds. Now she weighs 179. Yeah, there may be people that like those big women, but the reality is if a woman's three, 400 pounds and she can't take care of herself and she's undisciplined and unhealthy. I got a question for you, Carrie. Two questions. Yeah. When sure. you go, uh, do you drink alcohol? No, I only smoke weed. Okay, let me ask you this: uh, Do you have a preference? Do you have? A, you don't have to say what it is, <clears throat> but do you have a preference as to which weed you uh, use? Mm, yeah, I'm more of a sativa smoker or an OG smoker. Okay, it, okay. It, more That's of a, I, I like right to there. get stuff. I like to get stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's just say for the sake of this conversation that you drink alcohol. Okay. When you go to the bar, what are you going to order? Uh, let's say you did drink or if you drank at a, at a time in your life, when you went to a bar, what yeah. did you drink? What did you okay, drink? I, I, I do drink occasionally. Very What's your rarely. drink? What's okay. your drink? It's either Mexican beer or my other favorite. But the only thing I really drink is like expensive vodka. I can't okay, handle. So, so yeah. you drink Modelo? You drink Modelo? I drink like. Uh, I'm Trader. a bartender. I'm a bartender. What can I get you, Carrie? What can I get you to drink? Crater Lake Vodka, Oregon. Ever heard of that? It's made from potatoes. Or you have Grey Goose. I like. It's got to be, you know, high class stuff. So okay, I don't get so sick you want a, you want Grey Goose? You want a, you want a double of Grey Goose? Uh, would you like a beer with that? Mm, no, usually I'll just take. And I don't like to chase it with beer. I'll take vodka mixed with Coke, believe it or not. I like okay, that. Uh, vodka and Coke. All right. So while you're waiting on your drink, should you be bad-mouthing Bacardi and Smirnoff and Miller Lite and all the other things that you're not even dealing with? Or should you just wait on what on, on your preference? No, I mean, I would. There's no need to badmouth other brands to anybody okay, because. Okay. All right. All right. But that's what you're doing, though. You're bad-mouthing women, fat women, women from today, comparing them to women of yesterday and all this stuff. And this is the problem with men and women. You have to only focus on what you want to deal with. Uh, you're not going to go to the bar and say, fuck that Bacardi. Smirnoff, why you got Smirnoff over here? I, uh, you, know, <laughs> you need to get Smirnoff off your shelf. Like, you just have to focus on what it is you want to experience and have in your life. And all the others, just let it be what it is. No, I agree. You always give okay. solid advice, Captain EO. You don't mind if I call you – can I call you Captain EO instead of Coach EO? Sure. That, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. I, I like – to me, you're, you're more of a captain than a coach. You know what I'm saying? All right, I so let's hear what the wonderful, intelligent, and beautiful Candace has to say about a derelict stoner filmmaker like me. <laughs> I actually, Carrie, do not believe that you want a relationship. I believe you say that you want one. I don't believe that you want one. And we were talking earlier about when you're incongruent with your words and your actions, because someone who wants a relationship is loving and compassionate, compassionate and kind. They act in alignment with that. If they really want it, if what I want is a relationship, I don't have to judge somebody for being different than what I would want. I don't have to be mean about however somebody else shows up. I don't have to um, you know, have requirements for how that person has to be. I just have to be flowing with wanting a relationship. I'm kind, I'm compassionate, I'm nice to people, I'm open. I actually want a relationship. I don't think you want one. I don't know why you think you want one. Maybe I don't, but uh, I am I not? 
Am I not allowed to have preferences? And also, preferences. no way. Hold on, Carrie. Preferences right. are one thing, and like like Coach Eo said, you can prefer something without having to to be uh, uh, judgmental and and angry about what the other thing is. Like it's okay to prefer what you prefer. Right. But to have this sort of sense of I can't have a relationship because all women are too fat. Not only is, like Cogio said, that an, an immature thought, that is also a very um, self-sabotaging, I don't really want what I say I want kind of thinking. Well, let me clarify that, please. I, first of all, I, when I see heavyset women, you know, I don't talk to them this way. I'm super nice to them. I call them beautiful. I treat them with respect. What I'm saying to you is things that I say to myself. And I'm just but like this. You get though, Carrie, that even that is inauthentic. Like it you is. are a man who has one word and then has a completely different thought and way of being otherwise. And so even that, all of that, like in conflict with yourself, it's just. I'd rather happen. sit with. A, I'd rather sit with an enemy who hates me and tells me he hates me, tells me flat out, "I hate you." This is why I hate you. I can actually appreciate and respect that dude. That someone that actually is 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 cordial in my face and compliment complimentary to me, and then behind the scenes he gathers with other weak men and talks shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of cleanup here. I I don't know if it's possible at this point in your life. I'd like to say that I, I'd like to say that it's never too late. I, I still will carry that 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 notion. But you have a lot going on in there, and I don't know if it, it's a, it's going to be a process. But but uh, if you ever want the help, if you ever want the help, I'd I'd be happy to try to put a dent in some of that. Well, well, look, you got to figure. My, my, since I was eight years old, I wanted to be a film director for features, and I ended up making music videos instead. So, and I'm at the top of my field in that, believe it or not. So the reality is. Be at that level, I'm going to be honest with you folks. You have to be somewhat fucked up and somewhat crazy. So that a lot of people don't relate to that. And Candace, what do you have to say about that? What do you have to say yeah. about his last statement? I mean, I think that's probably true for you because that's your belief, right? There's a lot of people who've reached very, very high levels of success and they're still able to be compassionate people who align with their word. As a matter of fact, I think being in integrity with your word is a surefire way to be successful. And I'm not saying that wait, wait. the people How that are I'm, in integrity wait. don't get successful, but but go I don't in, believe go you in, have Candace, to be go in. in order to be successful. Well, Good okay. game there, girl. Good game. Wait, wait. I love you folks. Now, how have you determined that I did not have integrity with my words when I am an honest person and I live a yeah, good life? So, 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 so where does the lack of... Thank Pardon? you, Ben. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, Ben. You yourself just said that you're not an honest person because you said you're, you're telling us what you think about women and then you tell us that how the way you behave is different than what you think. So that right there is a show of integrity and this is not a moral judgment. Wait, wait, wait. Integrity is just my actions uh, wait, wait. and my words align. No, 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 no. Uh, what did I say that contradicts my actions? So you say I want a relationship, right? But what do you do with your day to day in this wanting of a relationship? What do you do? What do you do in order to actually have a relationship? 
I mean, I have a friend with benefits, so uh, that's a form <laughs> of relationship. What do, what do, do I do with I want a relationship? So I say this, okay, I say I want a coaching business. So I, I take coaching training. I find out how you become an entrepreneur. I find where I can get grant money. I start my business. I start coaching people. I have clients. I have a coaching business. So if okay, I say I, I, want a, I want a relationship. So what am I doing to indicate that I want a relationship? What are you well, doing? Well, here's what I do to, to answer your question. When I'm out and about, if I happen to see... Uh, a woman that I start, I'm attracted to, and maybe she gives me some choosing signals and we chat it up. Yeah, then maybe we, you know, we go out occasionally. But it's just all I'm saying is, and this is a reality, and maybe it has something to do with me to some extent. But the reality, and we all know it is that women today, and I'm not being judgmental, I am being factual. Tend to weigh 200 plus pounds, 180 on average. And that to me, when I weigh 140 pounds, is just, it's a turnoff to me. And well, Gary, I'm, I'm going to challenge you on factual because your feelings aren't facts and you haven't met all women. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, but I'm going by statistics. If you go by statistics, we know Let's, the average those, woman. Where do you get these stats from? Where do you get these stats from? Saturday night, they're all, you get from they're Saturday all night. over. They're, go on Google <laughs> and you'll find multiple sources that yeah. say the average woman is 5'3 and weighs 176 pounds. That is just a fact by multiple, multiple sources on Google and other internet sites. What do you think? I'm making this stuff out of my head and then when I'm out in public, I can see it. And you know what? I'm not against obese women. You know, no, but, you said that when you go but when Miami, they're 400 pounds, 400 pounds, and then you, you see them on YouTube. You, you said that oh, when you man, go to Miami, there's so much I want to say. These 25 yeah. year olds, and I imagine the 25 year olds are very slender. So if that is your highest priority, right, and you're able yeah. to attract them, and I'm sure you're, and I'm sure you know, Carrie, that you're able to attract them because you're successful or because you're flashing money on some level, right? You know that. But well, if your highest priority—it's it's not because of my great looks, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and you, here's the thing: you're—you know, like Cochio said last time you were on, a little clean up. You're not a bad-looking guy. You actually are similar to my ex. You're not a bad-looking guy. It's not about that. But it's—it's it's attitude <laughs> and it's personality, right? So you know that if you go flashing money in Miami, you can get a slender 25-year-old at least for a temporary time, as long as you're spending money on her. If looks, is your I, I, I don't. I don't even have to spend money. I don't even have to do that just because of what I do. But yeah. it's just. But so you know what? I, look, money needs to be spent, right? So they see but, but, you. They see you as someone successful. Yeah, but you know, but okay. there's a shallowness to that. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. want a woman to just to have <laughs> hook up with me just because but, I mean, I hold on, set my hold on, man. <laughs> hold the fucking door. <laughs> Brother, you, I think you need a psychiatric evaluation. No, I'm fucking with you, Karen. Listen, it was that bomb load I took. Yeah, li Go ahead. listen, you are completely contradicting yourself. Everything you're saying about women, you are. You said they're shallow, yet you're talking about fat pigs walking down the street. You're talking about women with no value, you know, essentially. Like, you're describing who you are. Whereas no, because I'm, I'm not fat. I'm not fat. So how am I describing who I am? Yeah, but you remember I called you, remember the name I called you, the, 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 the description I gave you before. You, you need to be out in the cornfield, brother. You're a scarecrow. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love you. And, and I say that because you give me, give me a month with you, bro. 
give me a month with Carrie. Shit, hire me, motherfucker. Like, like, I give me a month of dedication. Just give me a month of focus, and let's see what happens. <laughs> all I need is focus. Um, uh, you know, so I, I think you're full of hate, full of judgment, and I yeah. think it all just uh, <laughs> steps back to you. And it's unfortunate because uh, you've got to be a pretty miserable man. No, actually. I'm the opposite. I'm a I think you're I'm a distracted a man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Money allows distractions. Okay, money and 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 a certain job title can actually uh, um, camouflage depression momentarily. So I just want to say, if we take away which, if you take away the bong, if you take away the DJ table <laughs> and the, and all this shit you do, what is what what is there? Family, my cats, my relationship with people. That's the most important thing anyway. If Okay, then I will hold you to that. If that is the most important thing to you, don't discuss any of the other things you talk about. It would be, it would, it, it's a waste of your time. It's entertaining at least. But, but you know what? Instead of a month with you, that's a possibility. But I would love sure. to take Candace to Spain for a month. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, Carrie. I appreciate the invitation. Spend some time with Coach Eo. And if I weren't in a relationship, I might consider dinner. <laughs> no, you don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> she might want to give you, uh, uh, she might want to hypnotize you. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think uh, Candace <laughs> yeah, are you no, in I'm the serious, bro. I'm serious. You might want to consider hiring Candace for her hypnotherapy uh, service. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, but anyway, um, I don't think, Candace, are you and the guys that wake and bake and get stoned every day and who are crazy artists? Probably not, right? I, I was with someone who was a wake and baker and I realized it was not my thing. Let's see. I can't get so, with right there. Yeah. But we still love you, Candace. And, I hope so. You know what you need? Uh, you know what you need? Love, brother. If I could tell if someone just loved on you a little bit, uh, just listen to me. Yeah. If someone just loved on you just a little bit, just just a little bit, I, there's something underneath that 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 shines occasionally yeah. through your humor, through your humor, through your invitation to Candace. You, you want you need love, man. Like I, I really mean it. Like you need someone to love on you, bro. But in order for that to happen, you got to tap into the love that's within you. Yeah. And, and so I, I really do mean this. There is a man in there that has a great that has potential to do other things, but you're not you're not tapping into that guy. No, and and you're right. I agree 100 percent with what you're saying. And also, um, you, you should, Captain. You shoot straight from the fucking hip like a fucking gunslinger, man. I mean, out of all these guys doing this stuff, a lot of them are grifters and shit like that. But I have to say, you, you're you just, you're one of a kind when it comes to this because you're the only one really that I know of that brings people like Candace on and other women on, which is actually really good because it gives everybody uh, uh uh it 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 gives more meaning it gives a woman's side to this whole thing which is really important so i believe that both you and candace in my humble not so humble opinion are doing the lord's work i really believe that captain and candace can and you stay there can you do me can you do yourself a favor 
and maybe what? even do something for the t- state where you were just at. That that place, the where, wherever that place is, go there more often. You won't be perfect, and you'll you'll, you'll jump back into the other guy sometimes, and that's that's going to happen. But that guy that was just talking, if you can talk to people in that manner, it was sincere, it was real, and you'll be more uh, likely to get people to want to spend time with you. Bro, believe me, that's how I communicate with people 90% of the time, trust me. These rants that I go on on here are just rare. And, it, you know, believe me, when I go into places, I like to make people laugh and I like to people, people to feel better about themselves after they leave me than worse about themselves. So I'm all about building up people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, my, you know, my wife divorced me after a 15 year marriage 15 years ago. And, you know, I was a shitty husband and she ended up like uh, dating her boss. So, yeah, I was hurt for yeah. a long time by that. So you realize I'm, you realize ten percent of something can kill you, right? Probably one percent of something. Meaning, yeah, you probably let. Yeah, I'm just, I just I threw out a much larger number, but you know, uh, you 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 could be so disciplined, and then but then you're you're weak in some area, and you go over there, and that little portion of whatever's over there. Uh, can be very can be fatal for you. So you know you, you have to be careful. You know not to mix things. It's like even with me with alcohol, I don't hate alcohol. I got it sitting here. I think it's a. It, I, I have a relationship with alcohol, but I don't ingest it. What do you mean you and don't ingest it? I don't. You don't drink? I don't drink. No, I stopped drinking. I used to be a heavy drinker, big time heavy drinker, but I had a decision to make: live or die. And uh, it would it eventually. I would have eventually allowed it to kill me. Um, and, and, and so I made a decision, especially when I became a coach. I said, how can you be a coach when you can't rightfully coach anybody on having the champion mentality if, you're, if, if you got these terrible addictions? You can't do it. You're a phony, man. You, why do you think I speak so confidently? Because I am. I did the work to get here. I know what I'm talking about. I, I went through pain and suffering intentionally. I, I I anticipated the pain of withdrawals and and having to let go of friends that that were attached to alcohol. I knew the pain was coming, and I chose the pain because I wanted to be on the other side of it. And I'm so happy that I did that. Well, you know why? It's because. Uh... You're a real man, and you walk the walk, and you talk the talk. You know you what I mean? You have to choose pain in life. You have to choose pain. Pain is inevitable, but you need to choose pain. Uh, that's the best way. Pain is happening everywhere. Uh, pain is it's part of this universe, pain. And there's no way pain, to get away from it. Physical if we pain, don't but emotional if, pain is there too. But I think if you choose it, you know you're going in to resistance. You're going into it. If you know that. You can better take on the resistance. You can potentially get to the other side. You have to choose pain. Uh, physical pain is different than emotional pain. I've decided to choose all of my pain in the last couple of years. I went into the pain voluntarily. Life didn't push me. An ex didn't push me. No one. I, I knew if I'm going to be the coach, I'm going to be this mentor to men worldwide and a leader of men. I got to go into the pain because I got to get the knowledge, the experience. I got to come out on the other side so I can talk about it. So I would Not, encourage you to do the yeah. same. 
Well, I do the same. I mean, I like go on five day water fasts. I do a lot of hiking and stuff. And the reality is, if you don't, if you don't put your body through at least physical pain and some mental pain, you will not get stronger. You'll just get weaker. That's true. Pain is pain is what strengthens you. Carrie, there's Carrie, there's a there's a light in there, Carrie, and then we're gonna let you go, and I'll let Candace maybe say something if she'd like. Yeah, uh, we got someone in the back. There's a light in there, uh, Carrie. There, there's there is a bright light, and someone would love to sit and talk with you. Get to know you, but you got to tap into that other dude. This guy right here is the guy I would like. I would I would I would uh, challenge you for thirty days to focus on that man. Whoever that man is, just been, it's been talking for the last eight to ten minutes. Yeah. Nurture him and tap into him a little bit more often. Really, to be honest, that is. I mean, you're getting the wrong impression of me because in reality, when I'm out in public... The only I'm, impression we could get is the one you extend. I know. Now, Candice, <laughs> maybe I'll consider your hypnotherapy. It's something to think about if you want to make a change around something. And so I love, Carrie, that you're agreeing with what Coach Eo said about you know going into the pain and then choosing the pain, accepting it. So one <laughs> of the ways to accept it is to, to not try to numb it, like actually feel it, process it. And so wake and, wake and baking, I have no moral judgments on it. But that is a numbing agent. So is sex. Well, sex but, can be. but yeah. cannabis to me is also medicinal. It has a lot of medicinal qualities. Yeah, it's, it's very medicinal. And an everyday medicine doesn't let you actually process like your body, your heart, your mind actually process it in a sober way. So if you want to release that pain, that pain from 15 years ago, so that you don't have to be so angry with women now. I'm not that angry that, with women that, now. That, trust that, me. That, judgment about women's weight you know what the first step is sorry candace continue you know what the first step is is to acknowledge that you are angry yeah because that's what like it's okay to be angry like you could say last night i was fucking angry to be honest with you i was angry (laughs) as fuck last night and you know what i was i mean i was angry about something that you you, all y'all probably laugh at but i was angry about something that happened last night i said you know what you're angry Process this anger. Go to bed. I woke up today with clarity. And res- I, I felt resolution. I felt it was just an emotion. It's all it was was a little bit of emotion. It was just an emotion that I allowed to seep in. It sat with me. Part The reason why it sat with me was because I, I, I'm exhausted. I'm overworked. Um, I have a lot on my plate right now. So when you're tired, it, it, you're easily perturbed. Things get to you. So I said, you know what? I, I punched the punching bag. I got, I got a bag. I punched my punching bag hard as fuck for several rounds. And then um, I worked out a little bit and I hit the pillow and I woke up today. I was clear. Okay. But I'm going to, in closing, let me tell you honestly what my anger really stems from. And it's going to sound a little maybe crazy to you folks, but it's actually true because my anger really stems from the state of our society in America, the state of the world, the way things are going in the world are so negative that if that doesn't make a person angry, then I don't know what is. So the only, you know what you, what what can you, let me ask you a question and we'll let you roll. What can you do? To impact change, what your can I do? To indivi- your change? own individual uh, participation. What can you do that could impact the change that you're looking for? 
become the best version of the man that and keep growing and hopefully use my filmmaking skills to make videos that are positive, which I try to do and just be a good person and strive every day to become a better person. And, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, what I noticed about people, I mean, I, this is just an observation, even with myself and other people, those that tend to care about all the change the world needs, need the most individual change. And I've noticed those that actually have are doing the work to to make sure they're productive human beings. They're they're not really concentrating on the outside that much. They're they're more so thinking about their individual impact. Uh, that is where they're con they're conscious of themselves and how they operate, not so much the outside. And if you reject that, I, I would I would encourage you to sit with that with it before you reject it. I truly do believe that most people that are looking outside need the most work inside. And those that have, have done the inside work first, then you can properly acknowledge how you can positively impact what's going on outside. That's my opinion. Well, also, a lot of things are beyond my control and everybody else's control. So to actually get hung up and angry on things that are out of, at, are out of your control really doesn't make much sense in a lot of ways but but it you're is doing what it, it is but you're doing it <laughs> but 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 brother you're doing it <laughs> i do it but believe me it's like maybe 10 percent of my life i mean after i get off the phone with you i'm gonna 10 go out kill you. 10 percent's gonna kill you 10 anyway I'll kill you. much much respect thanks for joining us uh we had dennis in the back but he disappeared Maybe oh, sorry about that. We got about 15 minutes left. No, we're good. All right, Carrie, you guys. Uh, I, I, mi I missed you guys the last couple of weeks for some reason. I don't know. But you? You, yeah, <laughs> but I love. I, 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 I hopefully he knows why. I do. He knows why. You know why hopefully. you missed. You know why you missed. You, you know why you missed. I. You can't fool. Uh, Captain knows everything. But but when I saw you pop in the back, I was happy to have you back despite your hiatus. But you know why you've been away. It's okay. Uh, we know. We both know why. But I hope to see you back again. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Here's the here's the ironic thing. Either uh, wait. Normally, I think you're full of bullshit and don't know. But for some reason, I honestly believe that you do know. <laughs> I do. I do know. Yeah, I know you know. Uh, and but you contradicted yourself again. You told me earlier that I. Uh, uh, you 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 gave me all these compliments, and you just told me that usually I'm a bullshitter. <laughs> no, I didn't say you're usually a bullshitter. You said something said, just a second ago. What, what was no, that? I, I said place? no. I said usually, if somebody tells me they know why I didn't do my something, apologies. my apologies. I misunderstood. That's uh, all I, I mean. do know. I do know why, uh, but I have to allow that because everybody has a process. Everybody has to 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 move around and figure things out and uh you know at some point uh just just remember the 10 percent will kill you just remember that yeah and if it's fentanyl well one percent will kill you but i don't do that but anyway i definitely missed both of you the last couple of weeks and uh yeah. uh hopefully when i come on the show i'm somewhat entertaining maybe maybe not but hopefully <laughs> people learn both the good and the bad, the the good, the bad, and the ugly, as they say, right? Yeah. So, so uh, Candice uh, uh, and Eo will have to possibly talk about fixing my fucked up head and hypnotizing me or whatever. 
because I would love, wait, wait, I would love nothing more than to be hypnotized by Candace. <laughs> well, just know it's Boy, digital. You know, you know what? The, the power, uh, the power of, of, uh, of, uh, of an attractive woman, man. It's, 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 uh, <laughs> Jesus. It, you know, you know, women, women, I tell, I just said this before. Women are the best teachers, man. If men can just, uh, what a woman is able to produce in you, um, whether bad or good, uh, it's a tremendous value. And so, uh, maybe you should hire her. Maybe it will do something. I, I think she has, a uh, the touch. We'll see. And but the anyway, greatest thing, uh, wait, yeah. wait, uh, what, real quickly, the greatest thing about Candace is, that she's not only beautiful on the outside, but she's just or even more beautiful on the inside. So, but you know, hey, look, if eighty percent of the women were like Candace out there, I would have, I'd probably still having problems getting relationships. You're right. <laughs> keeping them, you'd have a problem keeping them. Keeping them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you might All get right. that dinner date, but you won't get you won't you won't get much out beyond that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, all right, Carrie. We'll see you next week, maybe. Thanks for your time. All right, Broster, and thanks, Candice, and you guys. Keep up doing the Lord's work, and I'm gonna take go take a bong load now. <laughs> Just not kidding. All right, folks. I will. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go back in and watch the show and see what kind of stupid comments people made about me. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sorry. Right. Thank you. Love man. you guys. I really love you guys. Yeah. Seriously. All right. Good to have you. Good to have you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Bye now. <laughs> Mr. Carey, uh, welcome back. And uh, uh, we had Dennis in the back. Dennis uh, took off. Uh, maybe oh, we took too long to or maybe, you know, maybe took off. But uh, Dennis, if you'd like to join us, uh, come on back. We got about 10 minutes left in the show. Oh, Hopefully. He yep. He go ahead. Him. He says he wants to be a part, but it's not letting him access it. He's trying to get back on, I think. See in the back, or well, I just posted the link again. So uh, try the new link I posted here. Hmm. Yeah. So funny because Carrie reminds me of guys I went to high school with. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, small town Pennsylvania. He definitely yeah. is of that ilk. My my heart breaks for Carrie a little bit. I want him to. I know. Um... Yeah, I, I don't like to to uh, to diminish hope. I don't. Uh, however, uh, I've said this many times. I think I think I even alluded to it in my book. If you stay on a raw a road too long, you can't turn around. Yeah, you feel like you can't turn around if you stay too long, or maybe it just gets harder. I I, I, I do believe that. Okay, here here can you turn around? Yes. <laughs> Will the person have the persistence and resilience to stay turned around? Mm. Unlikely. Yeah. Unlikely. Yeah. Unlikely. Uh, th that kind of change can only be done through uh, intervention of uh, higher, higher, a higher proportion. But uh, mm. it, it's just, uh, I, it's just my experience shows this. You know, it's almost like looking at a person who's been a heroin addict. You know how hard it is to get somebody to kick heroin when they've 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 stolen for drugs, they went to jail for drugs, they lie to everybody for drugs. I mean, you get so addicted to that feeling. It's going to take a miracle to get you out. I mean, I'm just I mean, it's 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 going to take so much and unless you are truly committed 
and you're willing to go through that fire and that pain, man, it's, it's unlikely. I, I'd rather not lie to people. Yeah. Um, uh, he does need a psychi a psychologist. Uh, uh, he says he has a psychiatrist now, Chris, but um, I've just seen too many people get too far on, on the other side. Mm. Can't turn around. Mm. It, it, it's just too hard. It's not that you don't want to, you can't. Yeah. It, you know how hard change is? Change is very hard. Uh, uh, you know, I know you know. It wasn't really a question because I definitely know that you know. You wouldn't be in a position if you didn't change a lot, even yourself. But uh, once you go too far on the other side, man, you're there. I mean, it, it, you're there. Uh, and uh, the chances of you coming back is slim, very slim. I don't like to give people false hope. I mean, sometimes people are finished. Yeah. I'm not saying Gary's finished, but unless you are committed, man, you have to be committed and you have to say, I'm willing to lose almost everything for a new life. Yeah. Unless you're willing to do that, you got to be willing to do that. And, it, yeah. and it, that means you may not lose everything. You may not, but you have to be willing to lose it. And, and if you can't, I don't think you can make it. Sterling, welcome to the show, Sterling. How, how are you? Hey, coaching Candy, doing well by yourself. Hi. Fantastic. Did what can right. we do for you? Um, actually, I didn't expect to actually make it in. Yeah, you made it. But, but uh, nah. Oh, I now everybody's coming. You know, we got a lot of people in the back now. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's been a rush. Um, I had a quick question about uh, what do you think would make a a good second date? Uh, the first day we had, we went to Applebee's. Had some drinks, went very well. But uh, what would be for a good one? Should we go out for drinks again? Um, I kind of thought maybe inviting her to go to the gym with me. I like that question. Uh, you like that question? I do. I can feel that question. Go ahead, answer it. Because, I, you know, especially when I was in matchmaking, I, I believe that second and third dates are really about not just focusing on getting to know each other like face to face. It's about let's do some things that challenge us. Let me see you in some different environments. So like I like things like escape rooms or things where physical physical activity is required. Maybe a slight level of competition. Maybe you you as a couple competing against other people in something. Miniature golf is good. Miniature golf is good. Anything that brings out people's uh, like how they process things when they're not just focused on looking good, mm -hmm. right? So how do I behave when I'm losing the game? How do I That's behave right. when I'm winning a game? How do I behave when, you know, like, like I like escape room because it's timed. And so when I have to work intellectually and I have to collaborate with other people, it can get very frustrating if I don't have a, you know, a good handle on my emotions. Like stuff like that, you get to really get to know a person when they're not focused on making, you know, sitting there and looking good. Yeah. So something yeah, I agree. it's like a yeah. great answer. It's like a better level of engagement, too. Yeah. Um, you know, the emotions are uh -huh. hyped up. You, you have a Dave and Buster's by you? You have a Dave and Buster's by you? Uh, no, I do. It's a little far. Something similar? Something yeah. similar? Um, we do have an escape room, actually. Yeah. So okay. But we have, um, we do have a, what's it? A rock and, rock and slide, rock and jump, something like that. It's like an indoor rock climbing kind of thing. What's your objective with this girl? Uh, this, uh, this is also an important question. I believe. Yeah. Honestly, um, seeing how the first date went, because I did watch your video about how is she worth the second date? And genuinely, I do believe she is. Um, 
we hit it off real well. Um, this is a girl too. I went to high school with her. Haven't seen her since. So we already did kind of have that connection there, but you know, it's been a while, like 10 years, but um, it went well. We got along great. I mean, obviously I'm attracted to her, but. Um, yeah, let's try to answer that question though. Let's try to answer that question. Uh, what's your objective? Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in a relationship, okay. but at the same time, you know, don't want to you know, jump in the pond too early. Okay. 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 Um, I think since you're interested in uh, a, a relationship, Candace's idea is is the is the right idea, because it does put you in a situation to see, as she said, how do you handle adversity? I, you know the 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 time, uh, you know the time frame. You know you got sixty minutes, thirty minutes to to get something done. You know it could also be a fun activity, something memorable, and also something most guys won't do with a woman. So it kind of uh, a lot of guys look to imprint women. Uh, you imprint a woman by ex uh, introducing her to something she's never experienced. Uh, that's really what an imprint is. Mm -hmm. It's like you'll always remember your first of anything. And, and so, um, and so, I think guys are, are are so eager to get to the bed. Uh, and I'm not saying that's bad. Uh, I think there's a time to get her in bed. But um, you, know, I think considering what your motive is, something that requires uh, interaction to on that level of Candace's suggestion would be a good idea. So introduce that. Awesome. We'll do. Um, one other quick question. Uh, when do you think, um, how long, cause I know I've heard Lucario mention this too. Like, um, you should wait, you should meet up like once a week. Um, you text her, you want to text her to set something up. Um, how long do you think you usually should wait after the first date to text her? Like, Three days, a few, make the date on the spot. I'm for uh, letting her know on the first date when you're going to reach out next. Instead of having her wait in limbo, does he like me? Does he not like me? And I think that all stems from scarcity from the man, that the fact that he doesn't want to lead again. See, you have to keep leading. Le lead leadership never ends. And so to keep her in limbo is, is a problem for a man. Uh, uh, it's a potential problem because <laughs> – I'd rather you have a good date and say, listen, this was fun. Um, I have a little free time Thursday. I'd like to give it to you. Uh, let's do this again. And you gauge her response. And if she's like, I'd love to do that, say, excellent. What I'll do is I'll reach out to you Wednesday night, give you the details for what we're doing. And then Thursday, uh, we'll, we'll see each other again. So look forward to it. Awesome. That I mean, that's how a man talks. Yes. Anything outside of that? You're in boy. You're on the you're in the boyish realm. I'll be honest. Uh, so uh, you know that uh, you know not to contrast any other dating coaches' uh, uh, teaching uh, system, but mine is always right there. You don't. I mean, and and, and equally, if you don't want to do it again, you should tell her. You should be like, listen, uh, appreciate <laughs> you know appreciate this. Um, I don't. I don't. I, let, let's call it. Let's call. It, let's get out of here. You know, and if she's like, what happened? Say, ah, you know what? It's just not where I don't think we're compatible, but, uh, you know, maybe we'll run into each other again. We'll see what uh, happens the next time. But as of right now, I'm going to I'm going to move. I'm going to move forward. You're a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. No, it's, that's actually not. Nice. I'll be honest with you. Uh, uh, well, I, I would say this. It's I'm a good man. I'm not a yeah. nice guy. I'm a good man because I'm being honest with her. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, I want my men to be good men, authentic men. 
Yeah, I definitely yeah. am. And I kind of do the same. I told her um, I'll reach out to her sometime this week. Um, I prefer calling. I called her last time. She liked it. Uh, not a lot of people do that nowadays, apparently. But, um, yeah, thanks for the advice. Uh, I'll try and find something around here. But, uh, not too much. But I take it with the gym, though, if that was a backup option. That'd be a good one. The only thing about the gym is it's nah, fine. I, I don't like that. Yeah, it's too because you're trying to like you're trying to do your workout plan and maybe you don't know what her work. It, yeah, it's it's too distracting. It, it, yeah. It's it's actually meatheadish actually in a way. Like we want to go to the gym. Like fuck out of here with that bullshit. Nah, bro, don't do that shit. That's just whack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do something unique. Uh, like I even obviously said, arcade is cool. Um, where you can you know if you do you drink? Do you drink beer a little bit? Or? Oh yeah. I do. Okay. Well, you can go to arcades where they sell, you know, they serve beer. You know, maybe the two, you can have a pizza together, but you guys can play games, shoot the basketball, challenge her. You know what I mean? It's interactive. It's just uh, it, it also gives you an opportunity to maybe even pursue uh, sex a bit. It can be a little sexual, even depending on how you do it, as long as you're not touching inappropriately. But as, if she's giving it to you, you're giving it to her. It's a great way to transition back to romance. Yeah. I mean, they're, there was that tension the first date, so shit. I'd be macking on a girl, boy. When I'm hitting that basketball, I'm like, "Give me that basketball, give me a kiss." All right, boom. <laughs> shit, ah, shit, boy. I'm like, hey, let, let me knock out this three real quick, and then I'm gonna take you back. So we'll go back to my place. Shit, fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, like, I just man, shit. My game's at the fucking mountaintop, bro. But anyway, uh, uh, we gave you some good suggestions. Uh, perhaps you should consider them. And uh, thank you for your time. Thank you, guys. Have a good, good night. Luck. All right, man. Take care. Oh, We're going to bring Nunes in. Nunes is next. Uh, real quick, I do want to read a uh, super chat here. I think I missed my guy. Roscoe came in the building. What's up, fam? Uh, good to see you. Matter of fact, I'll be coaching him later today. We have a session scheduled. Uh, never less than 100. We do appreciate that. Uh, let me uh, – can I highlight this thing? What the hell? Let me, let me, let me find this. Hang on. That's damn there he is. Hang on, hang on. Brian, new to this channel. I wish I found this treasure chest years ago. Yeah, Never too late. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you. Thank uh, you. And, and uh, Roscoe, yo, fam, uh, have Carrie call you Captain EO only if he hires you. <laughs> yeah, you deserve that right. That's true. Uh, I want what he's smoking. Uh, no, you don't, fam. You don't want that, man. You end up in the nut house. Uh, today's conversation has been enjoyable, and for that, I thank you. Salute to you both. Thank you. Uh, always very gentlemanlike. Uh, and real quick, I do want to salute him uh, formally with uh, a custom video. Roscoe, thank you, brother. As always, uh, can't thank you enough. Uh, Nunes dropped off. Uh, he was next. We're going to bring in uh, one last person. Unless Nunes can come in fairly quickly, we'll, we'll bring him on as well. Uh, just want to make sure there's something. Brolic, that's my guy. That's the ball-headed bearded dude from last yeah. you know, yeah, 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 that's right. Shout out to you, man, to the champ and Candy. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Julio Chavez, <laughs> salute. Big fight coming up, brother. Uh, Canelo coming up. Cinco de Mayo uh, tomorrow. So salute to all the 
Mexicanos. Uh, value for value. Here's a 20 twin twin. Smokey's voice. I'll catch the rerun. Checking coaches. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Thank Keep you. prospering. Um, Emerald. There we go. Yo, can you hear us? What's up, brother? Man. What's happening? What's happening, Emerald? I don't know. My connection is doing, acting man? crazy. It's been freezing up. Yeah, it's a little fuzzy. We can man. hear you, though, man. Just proceed. We can hear you. Yeah. Okay, so I'm still clear. My voice isn't uh, freezing up, right? You're getting better. You're getting better. Yeah, we can hear you. Man. Well... Any whom, uh, I didn't want to miss the opportunity to hop on here with you guys. If you have an open questioning board, I didn't want to miss that. But um, I did have a, I had a, a situation I wanted to ask you guys about. And I was, I was thinking to come with a relationship um question but i was like nah i'll go a little deeper than that but i have this i want to get you guys opinion on this kind of personality trait that i have it seems like i just i wanted to see if you guys thought it probably was uh if, if you saw a problem in this basically i i kind of don't have when it when it comes to people, I, I, I have a thing where it seems like people they get they get confused in whether I care about them or not. I can see why. I can see why. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why. It took a long ass time for you to tell us that. And so and yeah. so and there's a lot, there's a lot going on in your mind. You're like careful about how you're gonna say it. And yeah, yeah, you're just adding too much to the shit. So I, I'll be honest, uh, I can see why. I say it respectfully. Respectfully. I under, I understand that. And like I didn't mean it in the way I express myself, even though you know that's a that's a that's a new dynamic I have to consider. But it's more of a thing where I can't People, people close to me, I can go a while without communicating with them. And my camera went out again, but I can, I can go a while without That's communicating right. with um, people close to me. But it's, it's, it's usually because I'm, you know, caught up in my head and focused on goals and things I want to do in life. But it's not it's not because I don't want to be around them or talk to them, but it just doesn't bother me if I go an extensive period of time without communicating with people. But I think a lot of the people around me take that offensively or they don't, you know what I mean? They, they feel as though I may not uh, care about them as much because of that. Do you, what do you guys think about that? Go ahead, Candice. For me, Emeril, right? Right. That's your name. Emeril? That's right. That's right. It always goes back to your words and your actions aligning. Because here's the thing about integrity. When we have integrity, when what we say and what we do are the same thing, 
We can have gaps in communication. We can move about the world the way we want to. And the people who deal with us trust us because they know that what we say is what we mean and that we're doing what we say we're doing. Right. So how do you my question to you would be, how do you express that your words and actions align with? Is it a person that you're worried that, that worries about whether you care about them or is it family in general? Is this somebody that you're dating? Well, I mean, it's it's family. I feel like it could be friends sometimes. It could be people I'm dating. Uh, it's with everyone, you know, like once I solidify I feel as though, you know, because I give people good energy every time we interact, I feel as though I'm expressing that I care about them. But, you know, people expect you to kind of keep a line of communication with them uh, on a regular basis. And for me, it's just one of those things that I don't I don't do well. It's it's you know what I mean? Like. I kind of abandon that a lot and I don't mean to do that or maybe, you know, maybe I do mean to do it, but I'm not doing it from a place of malice. It's just a lot of times I just want to be, you know, to myself or I may want to do something um, other than that. You know what I mean? So it's. So what's one or two ways, Emerald, that you express that your words and your actions align? I think um, usually when I when I have a goal that I say I want to pursue, I usually put in a lot of obvious effort towards that goal. You know, I, um, what about when it comes to people that you care about, give me an example of someone that you care about that when you tell them something, you show up and you do exactly what you say you're going to do. Um, if I, like, if I, if I was to tell a family member, you know, I'm, I'm coming to see them, I, I'm going to show up to come see them. Mm -hmm. And you're going to come when you say you're going to come? I mean, unless, you know, unless it's, uh, unless it's more difficult, like if I'm out of state or something like that, you know, if I'm hours away from them, you know, I may plan to you know i may schedule something with them that i may have to uh change my mind on later but if we're in the same like city or things like that then yeah i, I come through okay so I, the, basis, I, I, the basis of of wanting to feel like i'm cared for in a relationship different people have different ways of expressing love to each other and that's all great if you're saying it but what everybody's looking for is that that person actually shows up like they say they're going to so i would say yeah spaces where that's not there and 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 adjust that because if someone's saying i don't feel like you care about me what they're saying is that you're not, you're out of alignment with me whatever you say you might tell me you love me but whatever you're right. doing doesn't feel like love well what i basically the the issue i'm hearing about is a lack of communication between me and those people but yeah i i i honestly my thing is, you know, I don't I don't like to have a lot of pointless communication. I like to communicate with people when I have something new to discuss or a new event to share. But I 
I don't like a lot of times just doing just the regular checkups and just aimless conversations just because I love a person. Like, I'm not always interested in just doing like, you know, just random, random talk. You know what I mean? Sure. But is it pointless if the point of the communication is just to express your love to somebody or let them know you care about them? No, that's 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 not pointless, but it's hard for me to get the motivation to to do it. You know what I mean? Well, do you really care about them? I think so. <laughs> I think so. so why, why would it be hard to be motivated to show you care about them? So if I, say I guess, I care you, get, I guess you got a point there. I guess you right? got a point. There. If I say I care about you, it's not hard for me to show it. And it's OK if you don't really. It's just get honest about yeah, it. Right? I was just going to say, I was just going to say, uh, and although Candace is 100% right, Candace, you mind if I jump in real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. You got to get honest about everything. I mean, and, and consistency is what matters. Like, for example, my mother, uh, I keep her, I keep everything short because she'll talk about everything I don't, I don't care to talk about. Like, she'll, <laughs> yeah. she'll be like, this happened on the news. This, I'm like, mom, check this out. I'm not interested in any of that. Um, um, however, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I just got a pain in my knee right now, but I'm going to rest. Okay, great. Uh, you need anything? No? All right, I look forward to seeing you next week. Okay, Mom, I love you. Uh, I love you too. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, bye. Yeah. I can. I am straightforward with everybody. So it, it, here's another thing. If you showed a certain energy at the beginning trying to get them, but then after you got them, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to go back to being by myself. That's on you. Because you you actually prime them for something that you weren't going to deliver on. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that you let people know off jump. Like, hey, like if I play basketball, four-court recreation basketball, I let them know, yo, I'm only I'm only here about six, one every, once every six weeks. So yeah. they're not going to see me again. I told them they're not going to see me again. Okay? You might want to be like, yo um, – I'll be off the radar a little bit for the next two weeks. I got I got something I'm working on. However, mi uh, by the end of May, you'll hear from me. You you you'd be surprised if you could just tell people what is. They'll adjust to it, man. They will adjust to it. They don't have to like it, but you're gonna have to adjust to it. This is what it is. And so I I I can tell you're inconsistent, fam. I can tell your your speech is all over. Your your communication is full of uh, filler words. I don't even think you know what the fuck you want, man. I'm just being honest with you. I don't. I think you're in the process of figuring out what that is. But while you're in the process of that, you're confused. So your audience is also confused by you. Um, I can see how easily people you deal with would be confused by you because you, you speak like a man that's unsure. Mm. And, and lastly, you are not the provisioner of everyone's feelings either. So you have to make sure that you understand that just because they feel a certain way, hey, listen, I'm not here to uh, 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 to make life that much better for you. If I can, I can, you know, but at the same time, it's not my responsibility to make sure you're happy, that you're fulfilled and you're happy. That's your responsibility. So don't assign me something. You'll be badly disappointed if you assign me that task. And so you have to get better at communication. I don't expect people watching me to talk just like me because it's not going to happen. But if you could pick up a couple things from me, you'd be surprised what straightforwardness can do. Um, I think sometimes, though, people are purposefully um, leave things open because they're afraid if they close it, 
they'll lose it. This happens even in dating. Like if you tell a woman exactly what the deal is, what you're looking for, that that's why they don't do it because they're yeah. like, but if I tell her that she's going to she'll, she'll move away from me that you want stress. You want this problem. Yeah. Or do you want a woman or, or you could even tell her, listen, think about it. I realize what I just proposed is something a little unusual, a little unconventional. Take some time to think about it. Get back to me. Let me know. If I don't hear from you, I'll assume that that wasn't what you're interested in. And that'll be no problem at all for me. Yeah, uh, I do agree. I'm not as straightforward as I could be because I do try my best not to offend people because I, I know I trying, can be kind I of. I think you're also trying hard to be things that you're not, that you're not yet. Uh, I think this happens sometimes where people have a lot of business ideas. Like I, I, like I told the guy before, get focused on one thing first, give that the attention it requires, get the game and the knowledge from that and, and begin the application process with that one thing. Then once that thing is rolling and steady and functioning, we can go ahead and entertain another thing. But you sound like a guy, and I say this with respect because I want to help you. You sound all over the place to me. And so, and so your audience feels that the people you deal with feel that. I got you. Narrow it down, fam. I got you. I got you. I appreciate y'all. That, that was good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. All right. Uh, come back again, man. Uh, we appreciate you. For sure. Y'all have a good one. You too. All right. Talk to you later, man. That was good commentary, Candace, uh, as well. You gave him good advice. Whiskey was good. Real quick, uh, Omni did show up. I think I mentioned uh, Viva La Mexico! Uh, Viva La Mexico tomorrow and uh, really any day if you're Hispanic. Viva La Mexico. But big fight this weekend. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I love a good contest. I believe Serrano won last Saturday. If anybody watched the fight uh, with the Puerto Rican star Serrano, Amanda Serrano, Katie Taylor, I watched it. They gave it to the champion. But I'll be honest, Serrano won that fight. They need to run that back. Uh, but Omni Roma, $100 again. Thank you so much. Greetings to both of you. Looking forward to the fight this weekend. The 90s boxing era was the golden age. Man, it sure was. What a great era for everything. Music, um, um, shit, videos, MTV was big. Late 80s, mid 80s into the 90s. VH1 was good. You remember that? VH1 and all that? It was good. Um, MTV shit and all that and uh, even comedy, comedy was good in the '90s. Shit now, now comics are getting harassed on stage. I mean, <laughs> David Chappelle just got harassed on stage. Uh, and Will Smith opened the door to that. I believe, I truly do believe, this is. I mean, it, it, it's having a, it's having a, an effect on people. So I didn't uh, Will Smith was just affected, uh, just a, 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 um, um, attacked on stage. I got to read it. So so. I don't know 100%, but I, I saw uh, 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 some sort of uh, article that popped up. They, uh, Dave Chappelle was attacked recently. So, wow. Um, yeah, but but Omni, thank you so much, as always. Uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you for your contributions. Uh, Omni Roma, here's your video.
We did have Jonah uh, in the back. Uh, you were not cammed up, but uh, yeah. you did send us a private message. If you'd like to say something, uh, cam up, and you can close the show out. Uh, if we don't have you on uh, within the next few minutes, we'll just assume that you've moved on with your day, and that's not a problem either. Uh, so, uh, again, thank you, Omni, for that. Uh, Candace, what do you think about today's show? I've had so much fun. I like this kind of like loosey-goosey Q&A. It is good. I think we'll carry it on next week. I think we'll go ahead and do it again next week. Uh, Be prepared for that. Anybody who wants to come on next week, get a fresh haircut. I know y'all don't want to be seen and all that. Uh, Women, put on your little makeup. Put on your little cute dress. Prop your boobs up. You know what I'm saying? Prop your boobs up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's or just fucking with the women. Or, or just, hey, hey, uh, my female audience is improving. We're up to, I think, almost three percent. Really? Uh, that that that's up. I mean, believe it or not, that's up for us. So uh, based on our show or all your shows, because you have a lot of shows. Is, is that based on channel sure. wide? Channel, channel wide. wide. Yeah. That's good though. That's fantastic. It is good. Yeah. It's good. Uh, Emerald E. Uh, e. Uh, great, great, uh, great to have you on again. Thank you. Listen to what we said, man. It's just the truth. Right. Uh, so Jonah, if you got, if you coming on, you got a minute. I think it's Jonah. I think that was the name. Jonah. Y'all heard my pride. Shit, fuck your pride. Pride hurts. Right. Hey, hey, listen to Marcellus <laughs> Wallace. One of the best scenes. One of the best movies in in, in from the '90s. Another era, Omni, or another movie from that era. Remember what Marcellus Wallace told uh, Bruce Willis. He said, you're going to feel the sting. That's pride fucking with you. Fuck pride. Pride only hurts. It never helps. And that's true. In a lot of ways, pride doesn't hurt, to, hurt help that much. It only it only hurts. Uh, so you get your pride in check, man, and, and get that game and get that application going of that knowledge that you just got today. And that's what's going to make life better. Fuck your pride. Um said EO check out the lion's den okay yeah shout out to china white shout out to her pro- prosperity to her uh, I, I don't go to women though i'll be honest with you i don't really go to women like that <laughs> china could come to me and then we could we could we could roll we got maybe i'll bring her on for a woman's perspective that would actually be a, a good thing let her know come on through for a woman's perspective but i don't really go to women like that man i don't but i appreciate it what's that about coach EO? I don't go to. I don't, you go, mean, I don't go to women. Nah, go to I don't women's go to women. Content. I mean, if I'm already collaborating with you, uh-huh. I will support you. But I don't sit there and really watch women like that. Nah, it's just not mm-hmm. my. It's not my cup of tea. I don't. I don't go over there and uh, uh, celebrate. And you know, I, it's not that I don't support them, but I just I, I, I don't go over there to a woman's channel and sit over there. Like, nah, it's just not something I do. I just, I got to be honest, right? I mean, this is, see, no, I love how, could, how can someone be confused with me? <laughs> you can't be confused. You only could be right. confused if I go, well, I, I might think about going over there. Yeah, I might. I might have to check it out. Fuck that. Yeah. I, nothing against her. I think she, uh, she got some good insight. And uh, I think, you know, she can, she can come on a woman's perspective and then I, you know, then I can support her from there. But, yeah. you know, I can't go on, I don't go on a woman's side like that. Well, I'm cu- that's what I'm curious about, because I, I feel similarly in that there are certain men that I, I like to listen to. But for the most part, I'm not out there looking for men's content. Right. So. So what is your why for that? I don't follow women. I don't I don't follow women. I follow me. I follow my I follow this. 
I, I just I don't follow women. I I, I don't want to follow women. It's not that they're incapable or unworthy. I don't have a desire to follow a woman. I just don't have a desire well, for what it. What about like don't. a curiosity? You're never curious about like. Nah, we, nope. Only curiosity say? is what I got going on the next day uh, mm -hmm. for champion game. That's, that's really the only. See, that's that focus I talk about. I'm focused on me. And, and so, but that's not to say there aren't talented people out there. There's talented yeah. women. There's women that got game. I'm not going to take that from them, but mm -hmm. I ain't sitting over there chilling and, you know, secret watching and all that shit. If I watch somebody, <laughs> I'll tell you I'll watch it. And if I don't watch it, I'll tell you I don't watch it. Yeah. And uh, it, I, she could be a guest on my show. And then at that point, I'll roll with her. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's it. Good show today. I hope you guys learned something. There's always something to fucking learn over here. Uh, Candice, uh, where can people find you? And, uh, what would you like to finish off the broadcast with? Yeah. So links are below. Um, definitely. If you want a one-off hypnotherapy session, anything you want to cure physically, anything that you want to work through as far as just, you know, a challenge, you feel like standing in your way, you want to do a one-off hypnotherapy. The link is in the description. Find me there. Um, and I think the takeaway, I mean, just based on the different directions that we went on is just like I was saying at the top, like this dating and mating and, and interacting and relating stuff is supposed to be fun. I don't mean to be rhyming so much, but it's supposed to be fun. It's a playground. Right. So, you know, I keep going back to I forget the gentleman's name where we were talking about attachment to your soulmate. Like, just let let go of that stuff. Just date. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, get to know people, connect with people, let it build, let go of this idea that the person in front of you has to be something because you'll, you'll sabotage yourself. I want that to be the takeaway from me today. Uh, that was a nice way to close. I'll tell you this. Can you mate with your own soul before you try to snatch up another soul? Shit. Right? You guys don't even know who the <laughs> fuck you are yet. You're trying to bring in someone and own them. Like ownership, you know, if somebody wants to submit themselves to you uh, and relinquish themselves to you, that's a beautiful thing. But, you know, a lot, most people don't even know what they want, who they are. There's no self-identification or, uh, as Candace likes to say, self-possession. And then yet you're over here trying to possess another person. Like it's some weak shit and it's a uh, deflection uh, of what the necessary uh, um, uh, reconciliation that you need to have with yourself uh, before you uh, go over there and try to snatch somebody else up. Uh, remember, dating, it needs to be date responsibly. Um, you know, you're supposed to date to enhance yourself and others, not to fucking drain the shit out of people. <laughs> dating is like a fucking draining pool. And it's like, you know, it's like date re do everything responsibly, you know. Yeah. And so that's what I would say. Um, I think we did get a quick a little a last minute OG marquee. Two dollars something for the champion game. Appreciate it, fam. You know we rocking this shit over here. Anyway, uh, I also uh, do coaching, championgamecoaching.com. If you would like to hire me to be your mentor, uh, doing big things over here. Uh, subscribe to the channel. I have exclusive content on Patreon, which is champion. Uh, pardon me, it's a Patreon dot com i think it's forward slash champion game it's in the description somewhere I, I may be a little off with that but i do have exclusive content not suitable for youtube or maybe just something that's too advanced and i wanted to put it beyond a paywall uh got some other projects coming soon new productions 
a lot of uh, exciting things to come. Book two is going to come very soon. I'm very proud of this piece of literature. I believe it's going to... I can't even just tell you, man, what this next book is going to do to anybody who who gets a chance with it. It's just... It's so good, it's blowing my mind. And when that happens, <laughs> it's hard I, It's hard for me to blow my own mind because even when I accomplish something, I expected to do it. But when I'm looking at the notes and the chapters and doing, you know, I'm like, this right here is impressing me. And so when that <laughs> happens, man, it's going to be life-changing. So anyway, guys, we will see you next week. We'll do another Q&A. We'll bring you on. Be prepared. Get your hair cut. Put your makeup on. Do what you got to do to get comfortable and join us. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next video. Candace, stand by, please.